Welcome back, everybody, to the Free Agents Podcast for a new season of reality television coming your way. We are here to not talk about a season of The Challenge, to talk about a couple of challengers, though, uh, on the upcoming new season of The Traders, The Traders U.S., uh, second season is debuting in a couple of uh, days, uh, weeks, depending on when you're listening to this. In early January, it is debuting, and it has a lot, a lot, a lot of exciting names. Uh, we are going to be covering this season, as we have recently announced uh, over here on the Free Agents podcast, uh, with each week, each drop. So we're going to get into uh, beginning the coverage here with a little bit of a draft with some friends. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Matt Ligori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, what's up? Oh, hello, hello. I can't believe this is happening in that uh, this cast of characters is getting together to play a reality game. The fact that we're talking about it, all of the things surrounding the Traders US Season 2 are still blowing my mind to this day. Yes, this is going to be uh, an incredible season, no matter which way you slice it. This cast is mind-blowing, and uh, again, I'm excited that we're going to be covering it. Mm-hmm. So should be fun. And uh, somebody else who's going to be covering it uh, every step of the way, the uh, number one traders expert in the world of reality television podcasting uh, is joining us here for this draft today. And that is Puya. Puya, how are you? Boom. I am so excited to be here. Thank you all for having me. Thank you for thinking of me. And I'm so pumped that we are about to hit. It's not January. It's traders month. Let's be honest. It's going to be traders galore. And we are going to have a good time with it this season. Absolutely. I mean, you've covered a lot of traders uh, so far, and I can't even imagine, you know, just those were good seasons. But this cast just is, again, mind blowing. It was one of those moments where once I saw this cast drop, I was so, so thankful that I'm at the wheel of this franchise because how this is a cast you'd see someone dream up the minute a season of a show ends. You know how. You know, we had reindeer games this last month and mid season, we already had people putting their dreamcast for season two, season three. So this really feels like a fan made it up and we just ended up getting it. It's incredible. Yes, for sure. Uh, so excited to get into all of this today. And we're also joined by a woman who would never be a traitor, especially to her uh, San Jose Sharks. It is Lavina. Lavina, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Wow. I didn't expect that. Now I have to think about that. Um, yeah, I really wish I was a trader though. Um, but I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing so well. Um, this is my, this is my free agents debut. So I'm Woo! so excited. Thank you for having me. Um, and I would call myself like a, well, okay. I'll say this January for me is starting to become one of my favorite reality TV months because there's new drag race. There's new traders. Like these are two heavy hitters for, for me personally. Like I'm super pumped when I saw this cast, I was like, this is a brand steal. Like this is yes. literally like a brand steal. You throw it into a big brother simulator or survivor simulator and just like, go to town with it. Like I can't, I cannot wait to talk about this and draft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Puya, it's been a while since uh, the cast was announced and you and Rob had had an emergency podcast uh, as soon as it dropped. And I feel like names had even changed as you guys were talking on there. Well, it, there were a couple of people that were maybes at the time. Uh, notably, if I remember correctly, Boston Rob was floating out yeah. there who has mm-hmm. since been not on there. And we've, We've got some randoms that were added in last second, I feel like. But it's um it's it's one of those where literally because there there's a lot of winners on here, you even forget who was supposed to be on. Yeah. Um we who probably should or could uh, at the end of this 
if we remember, revisit some of those names that were mentioned. I think uh, Scally Beth was one of them and we talked about, which is like ugh, tragic. She's not here. Uh, Boston Rob. So um, the fact that some of those names were swapped out and then some totally random names were swapped in, you know, it's OK. The the overall uh, weight of this cast is, is, is still going to make it a fun season. Yeah, that's the thing is like, look, would I have loved for Lindsay from Summer House to be here creating mess? Yes. Uh, and it was sad to watch a few of those people get dropped from the cast list but the people that were added were also very exciting so i am uh you know very enthused on the list yeah exactly for sure um traders in uh 2023 was a fun year. You guys covered uh, the Traders Canada, which uh, wrapped up and, and was a pretty good season, even though, as uh, Scally knows, I was very angry with some results along the way. Um, but your favorite <laughs> one. So like you won, you know, like it, ultimately true. when your favorite wins, nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, and what else was last year? Um, <laughs> No. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. What else happened last year, though? There was traders. There was definitely UK, right? No. Um, no, no UK last year because no UK. UK was December. We had New Zealand. We had Australia season two. We had obviously US season one to kick off the year. And then we ended it with Canada. Yeah, Sari winning that show. Spoiler alert. Uh, spoilers abound for previous theater, uh, seasons of The <laughs> Traders. Um, the fact that that was in the same calendar year that we are currently in in this very day right now uh, feels not true, but it, it is true. It was the year of Sari Fields. So um, very excited to see who's going to be, you know, her predecessor. Right? Is that the one that comes after? I think so. Um, and see who the next winner is going to be. This cast, again, is insane. It's starting in uh, very soon here. And uh, I don't know. What else do we want to talk about, Scally, before we get into the cast itself? Um, Probably how the format of this is going to go. <laughs> Who's picking first? Who? What are the mm -hmm. conditions on which we win this draft? Because I think the Traders is a tough game to draft for uh, in particular. I think that is a very good point. And I honestly also think before we get into that, maybe like a very quick, uh, do you want to take this uh, like description of what this show is for anybody who may be jumping in and did not watch season one? Oh, okay. Uh, well, the traders, if you're familiar with uh, the game Mafia or Werewolf, very similar, where there is going to be two different teams um, of the traders and the faithful. The traders are having rounds where, like, you know, everyone plays in the daytime, and then there's also the nighttime rounds where the traders will be murdering one person at night, then flash forward to the morning where it's revealed who was murdered, and if, uh, you know, they will spend the day doing a challenge, moving into the round table where they will vote out one person, that will then be revealed whether they were actually a traitor and they were successful or if they just voted out another faithful along the way. Um, Lavina, you watched season one? I don't remember if we talked about this. Yeah, it was mega casual, but I definitely watched and I was super excited the whole time when Sari when won. <laughs> yes. Do you have any like thoughts? Because I know uh, how Puya and Scally feel about the challenges having listened to their coverage, but did you have any thoughts on like the challenges themselves within the episodes? that i fast forwarded them like i'm gonna be Same. honest like i always fast like I th i'm pretty sure i remember like tweeting something like love to watch the traders and in, in brackets fast forwarding through the challenges because i feel like it doesn't have a lot of impact but maybe it's different in other franchises you guys tell me that's a question um well the biggest thing with the challenges and the biggest criticism i've seen of the show is that a lot of viewers feel like the challenges are useless because they don't offer right. safety, they don't offer immunity, they don't offer consequence. It's really all about putting money in the prize pot. 
And that's been a big uh, that, that's like the big deal for it. And I obviously have seen articles and things mentioned that the challenges are more so for the players. It's kind of like a break in the uh, the very heavy mental game they are playing. But they have added some changes to this season's format with regards yes. to the challenges. Yeah. Do you want to jump right into that? Because I was just about to I just saw that on uh, the Wikipedia page. I, I knew I'd heard about it. But um, yeah, there's something new that, new going on right now. Yeah, so last season, in season one and many of the other franchises, we had a room called the Armory, and this was a very, it wasn't every, after every challenge, but after certain challenges, either one person would or multiple people, a team usually would win a ticket to the Armory where there would be six little chests, and in one of those chests is the shield, which if you have the shield, you are immune from getting murdered in the night phase of the game. Now, that's been removed. Armory is gonzo, and instead, you're getting shields through challenges. Mm. So the challenges do matter now. That's a little better. I mean, admittedly, I'm still probably going to, like, two times speed it at the very least. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, look. I'm down for the show taking chances. I think Canada in particular had like a few swings and connected, at least on the hits, uh, in terms of twists. So I'm excited for this game to still be developing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good yeah. take. Well, we'll see how that all plays yeah. out. Um, but at the, at the very end of the day, honestly, no matter what twists and turns, uh, I think the main character of any of these seasons is the cast. And if I haven't said it enough times, it is an incredible one that we're faced, uh, you know, that we're about to get here. So, um, whatever happens, I'm sure, you know, uh, there could be, uh, benefits or downfalls of, of certain twists and turns in the game, but I've seen plenty of, uh, seasons of the show overcome, uh, you know, good casting with whatever's going on in the game. So yeah, that's just how I that about it. twist screwing over Lego. Lori's fave and him being like, this show sucks. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> you know what? I'll say one thing. <laughs> the thing I love most about the traders is that unlike some of these other shows that we absolutely adore and love, I feel like the producers, and this is across all the franchises to my knowledge that I've seen, the producers are actively trying to change the game, adapt the game, make the game better. And obviously, the, all these shows are in their infancy. This is the second season. No, sh- None of the franchise made it past the second season yet. But the other thing that I did read was that for Traders US 2, they're not going to have it be cookie cutter on the breakfast entry. So in last season, if someone came in last before they announced who got murdered, that was the person who was on the shortlist as well. They've removed that. They're going to have it be completely random as to who comes in. So if you were on the if like, say, Dan Giesling was on the shortlist, he's not going to be second to last if he doesn't get murdered. He'll come in like fifth. So anyone that's going to try and metagame that will that will not work in their favor. And that'll be very fun to see them figure out or get hurt by potentially. Yeah, the only downfall of that is the fact that uh, for like our viewing, you know, we we don't know uh, who ultimately they're going to murder and when. The person that walks in last is, you know, somebody who was in consideration. It's like, okay, well, then we know who probably was murdered or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is. But it'll suck the suspense out when two of the three people that were on the short list come out second and third. And you're like, okay, well, this person got murdered. But I'm very intrigued by this factor because obviously with this cast, there's at least some of them that we are very well versed on. We know they're going to study the game. So someone yeah. like Dan, I think 100% is looking at who came in last and, oh, they were on the shortlist. And that's not going to be the case. So I'm very curious if that's going to hurt his game or not. Ooh, I wonder if they tell them straight up 
uh, at the beginning of the season. Now that, that change has been implemented because I think as an edited product, like you can make it suspenseful on the show and then like yada yada the rest of the entrances. And so it's just like, okay, it's moved up by three seconds. Like we're fine. Um, mm-hmm. I think that like as a viewing experience, it'll be just fine. I'm curious though for the game. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they don't tell them. Honestly, I feel like uh, I feel like that'd be kind of weird to like tell them, and then they, like, I feel like that's kind of like getting involved, like productions getting involved in the gameplay. So I feel like they wouldn't. I also feel like half this cast, or more than half, uh, probably has no idea what they're even getting into. So. Oh <laughs> well, come on! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if anybody was even trying to come in here and meta game. You know who was coming in second to last before uh you know at breakfast but um you know a couple of them get a check yeah truly um and that's what we love for uh good tv amongst some of this group um but it will affect uh some of the drafting i'm sure as to who's here for what reasons um scally what do we want to set up as far as how this draft is going to go i mean as far as points i think the traders look i don't think that either me or you wants to be keeping track of like who wins what challenges who successfully no. votes out uh okay so uh i think we're gonna go winner take all whether that be one you know or two or three mm-hmm. traders or one or two or three uh faithfuls you know however many end up at the end there and then a randomized draft order seems probably about good to me probably yeah Cool. I like the prospect of because you're really not going to get more than three people winning at most. So I like the prospect of three of us winning and one of us not winning anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be so sad when that comes back and it's you. I know. I mean, this is the thing coming in as the and getting introduced as the all-knowing traders expert, and then I'm the only one with a goose egg at the end. It'll be funny. I'm here you for it. You know what? It's happened. It's happened before on uh, whether whether to you or to other uh, professional hosts of of these shows. Um, <laughs> yup. <laughs> so um, we're gonna get into it. There's 21 contestants here, so uh, not a number divisible by four, uh, but we will let uh, the audience, of course, take whoever is undrafted unless does anybody uh want to do a world where that person goes onto the team of whoever gets erica or uh whatever that guy was from that show reza um how, how did lavina do you hear this <laughs> do you hear this what do you mean like, whatever that guy whatever can, I, do we get a some level of representation matt <laughs> you know if he had made we, a cameo we, on the sweet life of zach and cody i'm sure you'd know who he was <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what a specific you. reference he read you Harry martin that was right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong, but. <laughs> um, Stop running in my lobby. So anyway, do we want the 21st person? I'm good uh, either way, personally. I think give it to your give it to your audience. I think let them let them have their first taste of the draft Honestly, here. Honestly, it would be so funny if we just didn't draft the one single person that goes on to win as a trader. We well, oh, yeah, it goes on as a trader. I was going to say if we just happens, kind of did that. Yeah, well, if that happens, just don't do it. Like, you don't do a traders draft. Like, it's over. <laughs> we're done. They won. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show, say, but don't do a draft. Those are the stakes. The, the same. The same thing happened uh, with 
the draft that uh, Lavina was just a part of with Reindeer Games, and Scally and I also had the exact same <laughs> thing happen, where in, I think, both drafts, uh, Scally, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Nicole Franzel went undrafted to the audience, and uh, both both of those drafts, they won, so yeah, that'd know. be correct. I'll say yeah. this, I was considering her, but I just couldn't not draft Josh and Danielle. I couldn't. That's fair. Yeah, totally fair. All right, um, is the randomizer pulled up, Scally? It's already ready. Should I hit randomize? You should. Ooh, you should hit it um, five times because there's five, five letters in the name Suri. As <laughs> I always do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we have? All right. By my count of five, we have <laughs> going first, Lavina. I just knew it. Going second, Unreal. Puya. Yes. Going third, Ligori. Ah. <laughs> and going fourth, me. Uh, Snake draft? How do you feel about yes, this, Scally? Are you happy about the, the being fourth? Um, Honestly, this feels like such a difficult draft to take on in the first place is it are is there top tier picks who knows <laughs> like i don't know uh are these survivors gonna come in with all the guns pointed at each other are they gonna be working together uh who i am not clear at all so like, even if they come in with an advantage uh mm -hmm. strategically i think socially they might be slightly on the outs so i'm not sure in a draft well, like this i feel like you're kind of you you've saved yourself by being fourth in that a lot of us are going to pick the ones we really like. So yeah. if they're off the board, you might be saving yourself from a second boot, third boot, and heartbreak. So Yeah, but maybe yeah. I'm just going to be sad when I'm just – yeah, I'm going to cry all of these first three picks, I'm pretty sure. Like, oh, 100%. The, I the, get ready. <laughs> the thing with, like, we were talking about earlier about how if there's three winners and then one of us gets left out, like, that, it's going to be me because I'm just <laughs> going to draft – who I like. I could pick your team right now, Levine. I know who you're picking. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, we should, wait, wait, we should compare it after and see if you're right. right yeah, we'll, write them we'll down. We'll see after your first pick if I, if I at the very least have that <laughs> one correct. Um, what was I going to say? Um, do we, nope, I lost my train of thought. It's fine. Um, so oh. it's okay. It'll come back to me at some point. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I got it. Um, do we have any, like, do we, before we get into the names, especially like, uh, thoughts about who's going to be working together from what shows, like there are survivors, there's oh, big yeah. brother Let people, the challenge people. my drafting order. Well, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying like, oh, I think Parvati's going to work with that. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, do we think people are going to work together from similar groups? You know, uh, answer. I think that anyone coming in with government experience is probably the best setup and should be the first pick overall. <laughs> All right, uh, Lavina with the first pick uh, well, in this draft um, here. <laughs> you okay. may take it away and uh, let us know who you are taking for this first pick in the Traders U.S. Season 2 draft. I mean, you guys could probably just say it for me, but it's okay. I'll say it. Um, I would be like, it would be wrong. It would be illegal for me not to pick this person because when we were doing our little fantasy drafts after season one, this person was on there. This person's on every list. And we always say, he's not coming back. And then he comes back. I'm picking my favorite big brother player of all time, I would say. Dan Giesling. And I don't even care yes. if 
he's going to be a huge oh here's another thing you guys like I don't know if like everyone (laughs) if everyone listening knows this like I'm probably not picking the survivor players so like (laughs) so like they're fine like I don't really know much about them so if if you hear them saying yes that's why (laughs) but anyways do I think he's going to win I don't know but if I don't pick him then then who am I right yeah Dan Giesling is back on reality television, uh, and it is hard to believe, but he is back here and competing on another show. Not Big Brother, wasn't on any Reindeer Games, uh, but uh, Puyo, I'll turn to you. Dan is back. Dan is back after many a speculation, many people falling for Dan, trolling them every summer with uh, me. I emoji, something's <laughs> happening. I got to take two weeks break. And everyone's like, oh, my God, <laughs> he's going to be on Big Brother. He's going to win. Your faves are going to cry. Me, 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 me. And then it never happens because he's a professional troll at that point. Um, I think this is a very fun game to put Dan in. We just saw someone who is a student of the game with Big Brother go on to Big Brother from Big Brother Canada to Traders Canada and apply all of these like meta strategies that they had figured out. I think Dan is no different in that I see Dan being someone who's probably studied to go on, which is a great start. And I think he enough time has passed between his tenure on the show with Big Brother 14 being over a decade ago at this point that I think a lot of these people are not going to know him. Obviously, some of the survivors, I think, are going to know who he is. Janelle especially is going to know who he is. So I think it all boils down to. Will Janelle and him play nice with each other? Because I think he can slide under the radar a little bit to start. Mm-hmm. Scally? Yeah, that's the thing is, do these survivors and Big Brother players work together? Because uh, I definitely think they all know who Dan is. And I think not a single other person on the cast does. Outside of, you know, maybe some of the challengers. Um, but Dan is very dangerous. Love Kevin. But I do feel like it was the warm up for watching Dan on the show. Um, where uh, the I think the floor and the ceiling are both much uh, you know uh, much more exaggerated with Dan. I think that could come in with a much bigger threat, just go out immediately, or mm. could just run this game like to a ridiculous level. So I am very excited, but I will say, as a Doctor Will boy, I am rooting against. Mm. <laughs> I'm both. You can love both. This is I allowed. Don't. But I don't. Well, well, let's see if that same sentiment <laughs> applies with uh, two other Survivor winners on the cast. Um, but I think it is just insane, again, that Dan is here. Um, there is certainly an element of the fact that this cast does have a good handful of people that are not experienced in these games that is going to benefit the Survivor Big Brother uh, challenge contingent. Um whether or not any of those three groupings are working together or not uh, is kind of besides the point. But when you take a Dan or, you know, as we're going to get into some of these others, uh, a CT, a Bananas, Parvati, Sandra, all these other people that, again, have so much experience, um, I think it's really going to turn into uh, immediately a battle for which of these like heavy hitters can round up enough of the other people who kind of need someone to lead the way for them uh, to then, you know, kind of take them deep into the game. Um, my, my strong Longest hope for Dan um, is, of course, that he can go all the way to the end, but also at the very least that he can make it like a run like Kevin just made on Canada, where even though he is a huge threat, everybody knows probably throughout the entire game that 
they're going to have a hard time winning if this person is still around that they can at the very least uh, or that Dan can at the very least make it like that deep in the game, you know, pa- a little bit past the halfway point at, at least um, with wh- whatever troops he's able to assemble, whatever other reality alumni he's able to convince that it makes any kind of sense to, to work together with um, because it does. I mean, him and Janelle definitely should stick together. You know, it's you come into this house uh, with a, you know, person that, you know, better you know you know well enough uh, that you know you can trust because you don't know anybody else well uh it, you know I, I think they should stick together i think they will uh at least to start off and one two three episodes of dan geesling whatever it ends up being is going to be uh so so much more exciting than uh, you know not having ever had this so uh this is going to be great lavina got of course uh a great pick first overall so no complaints or i can't knock it i think what would have what could have been a fun activity had we thought of it sooner would have been if we each wrote down the three people we think are going to be traders just a little prediction mm. um yeah i was going to say because i would say dan is on my list of three that i could see getting picked is. is it too obvious yeah. well i mean okay well like we said like the cbs scope people definitely know who he is he's like the president of that like he like they all know him but the other people don't so maybe Mm -hmm. there is a chance that he gets thrown in as a traitor because at first i was like there's no way it's too obvious this that and the other but i thought sari was too obvious too so i don't know right that's the thing is i think the producers know like okay we cast him on the show for a reason we want to see that reason um and i agree exactly the same thing with sari isn't felt like it's too good to be true we won't get it it would be too obvious and then we do (laughs) um and the target on dan's back like back being so large it's like does it almost balance out but the man's so talented to begin with in these games like doesn't need the advantage give it to someone else who does yeah but that's yeah that's it it's just you know you don't cast dan onto your show knowing that he will be one of the you know most elite traders of all time and then just not give it to him because it's too obvious yeah i think it's got to be i think they have to i don't i don't don't know locking it in i i mean number one pick of who i think would be a trader i would think has, has to be dan okay that's my gut um it's just, you know, we saw, you know, what happens like Kevin being a traitor, a, a, a faithful. It's like, OK, you know, maybe people would expect that he would be a traitor. But like we did, I, I didn't feel like we got anything special out of him. being I mean, I know he had some meltdowns there, but um, just the capabilities that Dan has, um, I think, would serve for excellent television as a traitor. I feel like coming I mean, off that of last thing, season ahead, where you it. have. Like one survivor and one big brother player as traders, and then it's just like, okay, we'll just pick one of the newbies because we were always going to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think if you then go and run it back with survivor and big brother players as traders, like, why are we keeping them ever? <laughs> why don't we just vote them out every single time? Like, I'm not right. allowing them, you know? And so I'm a little, like, bit more so thinking, like, as for the meta of the game and the balance of the game, uh, et cetera, like, you kind of, need to steer a little bit away from it yeah i honestly think that i'm a little worried about someone like janelle honestly i don't know if she's gonna stick with him i really don't because there is a chance that she like they they get in there she sees dan everyone assumes may oh dan and sandra or something or like the traders or whatever and they just everyone just or she wants to detach from that so i don't know i I, I'm not convinced that she's going to stick with him. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know if Sandra's going to want to see any other two-time winners on this cast either. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see about that. Well, she's going to hate to see Johnny Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. You won your show twice? Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Seven times over here. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we'll move along. It's, it's, it feels weird to just not give Dan the full hour of coverage here, but um, I guess <laughs> we must pick uh, elsewhere. So, Puya, with the second pick, where are you going? Okay. So I did let out a yes when Lavina picked Dan because, like I said to Scally earlier, I feel like if I had first pick, He's someone I'm heavily considering. He's off the board, makes the decision a lot easier. Granted, I think he would have been my second pick. So my first pick is still on the board here. And I'm picking someone who I'm very excited to see back on my TV screen. Um, he is someone who is great socially, great, fun TV, a good time. He is not their pronoun. That was a misdirect because Matt's going to be very upset when I pick Parvati off the board. The queen is Ooh. on my team. Parvati Shallow, welcome to the Puya team. Puya just wants to hurt me today. I feel it so deeply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, is Puya picking Bergy? <laughs> I was like, CT? Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought, too, yeah. Uh, no, I want okay, Parvati wait, on this team. Now I don't even remember what you said because I was so focused on trying to apply no, was, what you said to CT. Well, no, I was trying to misdirect you, so I kind of uh, said was. anything that came off the top of my head to misdirect. Um, No, I'm excited to see Parv back on my screen. Again, like I said, someone who is a lot of fun on TV, um, who is really great socially. I think one of the best players to have ever played Survivor, in my humble opinion, and who I'm excited to see take on the Traders and who mm -hmm. is coming in with – Maybe at the time when they got put into this cast, the biggest, quote, rivalry beef, maybe. So I'm intrigued by how this is going to play out. Yeah. So first of all, uh, what what a time uh, to be poverty shallow in the world, let alone uh, being here on the traders. Uh, a very you know fun, exciting announcement that poverty uh, had on Instagram, uh, confirming her relationship and confirming her uh, place in the LGBTQ plus community um, that Twitter has uh, you know effectively lost its mind over. Alongside mm -hmm. another traders alumni, uh, Erica. What a, what a great uh, 24 hours that was. Um, that we're just coming out of. Poverty is here. She is uh, a survivor. Survivor champion, a survivor beast in her own right, um, certainly would have been my pick if she had fallen to me as Puya very clearly knew. Um, I knew. But I'm just I'm so excited to see her here uh, to see what she can do. I think that the capabilities that she brings to any of these games are going to work wonders in a season like this in the same way that I was just saying, like a Dan or, or, or Bananas, people that can kind of just round up the people who need somebody to guide them. I think Parvati is going to be that perfect person. Um, not everybody's going to know how good she is i mean going into winners at war actually i don't even know that's just <laughs> that was just a, a whole mess in itself um and and you know reasons as to why maybe some of the earlier season uh champions and legends didn't do as well but um going into this i think she has uh, a lot of different ways that she can maneuver the game a lot of different people that she can cling on to and work with uh i, I don't think she's going to stand as much as she is a big threat there's somehow like five, I don't know, three, four names on the board that could be perceived as bigger threats than her. And I think that puts her in a really good place. So just beyond excited. Um, and I'll, I'll go to Scally next because uh, Lavina hates Survivor. What? <laughs> what? Uh, well, 
I am very sad that Puya took Parvati. Yes, would have been in my two picks for sure. Good. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm excited that we have uh, queer women representation on our show uh, this season. Um, In two cases, actually, to my knowledge, at least. Um, So um, I am... I believe. Uh, but so, uh, what's it called? So, I'm excited about Parvati. I'm also excited that Puya firmly took a stance calling Parvati the queen uh, between Parvati and Sandra. So, that was interesting. Oh. Uh, yeah. Listen, if I've learned anything about the internet, you can have multiple queens and multiple mothers. So, have that. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a convention. There we go. <laughs> a convention, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, that's a word for this cast. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm so excited to see Parvati back. Uh, just someone who I, you know, did make a return to reality TV, but I don't feel like we got to see their potential by any means on Winners at War. So I am so happy that we get to see Parvati here. Uh, you know, God forbid she goes early. I'll be devastated. But if we get to see her make any kind of run on this show, like 10 out of 10, great casting, very excited. Mm-hmm. Listen, if she wins Trader Season 2, there will be infinite tweets expecting her to be on Big Brother 26. You heard it here first. Oh, you heard it here first. That's the winner when. to Big Brother Pipeline is going to be a real thing, whoever wins this season, I See, firmly believe. That's Listen, when Amanda I mean... Kimmel comes to win season three. Whoa. <laughs> so. oh, oh. <laughs> like that, I mean, we can say what we want about BB25, but I still think that that worked out quite well. So I would not argue against yeah. that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, like, the world su- su- survivor expert, but, I mean, I could say queen and mother, too, right? Yes, you <laughs> like, are I've left. definitely watched <laughs> clips of, of girl, uh, girly, and, like, I, I like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no, hold on, hold on. Start that over. No. <laughs> Keep it going. clips and compilations of her. There we go. And I do think... That she did, in fact, mother. Boom. Oh, my God. <laughs> you started it. You started it. No, a statement but... you're putting out? Are you reading a teleprompter? What is this? No, my, my brain is just like, it's like 9.50 a.m. here, you guys. I'm just like. Um, no, but I am I am genuinely excited to see, like, how, because I know that there was, like, some kind of beef going on. I did keep up with that. I was very much in the trenches reading the threads on Twitter. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to see that. And I feel like she's a scrappy girl. Obviously, Sandra's a scrappy girl, too. So I'm excited to see how that dynamic is. I'm also excited to see how, like I said earlier, like, again, the same. I'm going to keep saying this, but like the CBS player dynamic. I'm very curious who turns on who, who throws who under the bus, who wants to work with each other. I get like I truly don't think that they're going to want to work with each other. And it kind of breaks my heart, but I could be proven wrong. Yeah, she just has this like. The, the charm that, that she has is like unmatched by anybody else in the reality TV universe where she comes to you and, and talks to you, let alone tries to form some kind of alliance with you. And all you're just in, instantly captivated. And that has worked on uh, countless players that she has uh, played these games with in the past. And I'm looking at this group here. I'm like, look at all like the housewives, like, look at like, I want to see her interact with like, like the Janelles and Ekansu's and um, like whoever else is here that I think will just, 
like she can recreate the Black Widow Alliance with anybody here. Uh, she just picks her poison of who she wants to work with. And I'm just beyond excited for it. Um, I will truly be devastated and may have to find Scali a new co-host if we lose her too early. So um, this there's a lot riding on this. So I'll say you commit me to this and then you quit right away. That would be a choice. <laughs> I, I was worried that you were going to do it for reindeer games. And so now you have to worry about it here. I'll say this, though, like. I really think that of the CBS juggernauts, like on this cast, I do think that she's the, and I would say probably, probably in the last, the longest, in my opinion. Ooh. Please. Fingers are Saying crossed. Now. I would love that. Yeah. Um, and as far as Parvati and uh, Sandra goes, you know, is the beef there? Is it not there? Who's to say? But like, you have to think they're going to work together, oh, but maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> I don't think we'll so. We'll see. All right. Again, would love to spend another hour on Parvati alone, but we'll move on. Uh, I'm next, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the third pick. And um, as much as Puya just uh, sniped me, I kind of feel like I'm about to snipe Scally. Um, oh, yes. Do it. I, I might not, but I'm doing this regardless because it's who I want uh, at the end of the day. And I am picking a woman and I am picking a UK woman, one of the most iconic. Oh. UK women from the franchise Love Island UK. I am picking Ekansu, and I'm so excited to do so. Uh, Ekansu! Not a snipe, but still a mother. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ekansu, um, what an icon, a legend. You know, everyone has their moments on <laughs> the internet that I might not uh, love, but the season of Love Island that she's on, like, she carries, she's so fun, she's so entertaining. I think that you watch that season and you're probably a little worried about how Ekansu is going to do in a strategy game, but. I actually have a little bit of faith. I think that she is not going to be uh, in the same type of situation, obviously, that she was in on Love Island. So I think that the uh, temper won't be coming out necessarily. And I feel like she is pretty intelligent. So I think that she has no reason why she couldn't pick up this game. So like an inspired casting choice in Mm -hmm. Ekansu. When her name popped up is when it officially looked like a Brad Steele cast to me. (laughs) Yeah, like... For me, whenever I have like like if I'm doing like a brand still stream or whatever, I will always pick like a group of quote for for strategy game simulations quote misfits because I like and when I say misfits is people that like don't play in strategy games or just in those reality shows like 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 a Love Island who were there for the drama and all that stuff like I will always pick those people. If Dan wasn't on this cast, my whole my entire team I think would just be like what you would call the misfits or the throwaways, the non-strategic players or whatever, because I feel like they have a good chance. Also, I'm casting based on what's going to make really good TV, and I think that she will. Yes, I'm very much in the camp of putting in 20 people who are like super strategic is not the best move. You want a couple of those. You want a couple of people who are just cracked for lack of a better term you want people who are just funny like you need a good mix and i think ekansu encapsulates a lot of them but just like scally said i also think ekansu is someone with untapped potential i could very much see ekansu taking to the game and being strategic and picking it up and doing well ekansu is someone matt who i came into this thinking 
probably shouldn't be in the first round, but I don't think I'm going to get her in the second round. You know what I mean? Like she's probably mm-hmm. going to go before I get my a second chance at the draft board. So while I am sad to see her go, I kind of did expect it. And I'm happy that you get Ekansu on your team because she is a prize. I did not. Th- I mean, Scally seems to be telling me that I'm wrong, but I did not think she'd make it back uh, to me if I didn't take her now. Well, what has yeah. Scally been right? Uh, true. True, true, true. Excuse me. She yeah, no, I don't know. Bluffing. Okay, well, I, he, he could be. He, he's certainly known to do that. Um, I don't know <laughs> that, um, you know, like, there, I could certainly see picks on the board that I'm like, from a strategy standpoint, would be better. But also, like, this is vibes as well. Um, hmm. Parvati, you know, I would have loved to have. Um, but if I can't pick my number one queen, I'm going to Ekansu and taking uh, the next best option. She is just everything in a reality television character that you are looking for. And I do think, uh, like Scally said, like, I think she has a very high capability of picking up on the game and uh, just being uh, – she, she's, like, blown up in the UK since her season of love island and like just the fact that she has done so much i feel like has just given her all of this i don't know experience and, and maybe she's been more uh in tune with just other shows of the of this type i don't know if she watched any traders uk um would be nice if she did to have an idea of what's going on here but i just uh have so much faith in her as uh just like a a, a television character that i think mm-hmm. that will Hopefully have her around as long as possible. So Ekansu is my pick. And then Scally is up for two. Oh, my God. She's yeah. Turkish? Yes. Yeah. And she is a liar and an actress and is going to kill it in those roles. So if she gets traitor, I'm not even worried. I think she's going to do a good job. That's yep. my new mom. All of that. Lavina, <laughs> stop it, please. You no, started Lavina. it. We're you 30 minutes it. into this, and you have used up the mother quota for the episode. <laughs> We're at a convention. Puya, you don't know how high the mother quota is on the Free Agents podcast, first of all. We've the never hit it. does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, Lavina, you would enjoy Love Island. Uh, I don't know. You're not a big love dating show person right but love not Ireland, necessarily but it hits it's, uh, a good one is good it's so um good. Uh, one's really good yeah so i do recommend but and also like lavina is also a, a background tv show girly as we were just talking about before true. we came on the show which like mm-hmm. love island's perfect for that it's point essential background yeah <laughs> okay good to noted good to know there we go good to know <laughs> <Scally>. i know <laughs> two, two picks brian scally you are up all right now, here's someone who honestly I think maybe could get back to me, but I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it. I just mm-hmm. think this person is like probably not at the top of everyone's draft board, and I could be making a mistake, but while they have not been on Big Brother or Survivor, I know they are a fan of both of the shows to my knowledge, particularly big brother and follow along to the point of even being involved in the online community in the past at the very least. Uh, (laughs) And um, maybe even playing games with the online community at other points. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and take uh, big brother, super fan. Also the challenge contestant, Trishelle off the board. Was she like third or oh, fourth you were of that else. game? <laughs> that online <laughs> game? Something like that. <laughs> I just yes. think that ha- coming in with like not the reputation of a big strategic threat, but knowing the games of the big strategic mm-hmm. threats and also like being a fan of others' gameplay, 
you know, she's been a fine contestant on the challenge. Never seen the strategy come out hard there, but I also think it's a show where that's not super available. Could she have a meltdown here? Yes. <laughs> like, could many things go wrong? Absolutely. But I think there's a lot of potential here, so I'm going with with Trishel. For me, I think Trishel is a surefire faithful pick, um, which we didn't talk to uh, sure. in detail, I guess. We'll go back maybe at the end and talk through, you know, who would be the traders and whatnot. But um, Trishel, I think, is a surefire pick to be a faithful because I think she is going to have some on-point reads. I think that is, like, going to be her spot of, like, you know, it's kind of what I feel like they were hoping for out of, like, the Rachel Riley, like, Stephanie LaGrosa that just did not go very well for uh, a certain time. Well, they, they got a, a couple things right, but um, just somebody that is out there trying to suss out, you know, the traders, obviously, um, and doing a relatively good job of it because, like, Trishel is so uh, has the mind for it. She's been watching these shows. She's been on these shows. Um, and this is also uh, an environment for her where if she does bring out the insanity that she is known to do from time to time, her one return to a challenge in modern times on the Challenge All-Stars uh, and completely, you know, uh, went berserk over there. But, like, that is uh, the type of game where it can get you into trouble, thrown into elimination. This she can blow up, but if people don't have any suspicions that she's a traitor, then she'll probably survive a couple rounds longer than she otherwise would have. So um, I think this could be a great environment for her to thrive in. Um, and I'm so excited to see her here. So yeah. I think it, I, she might've made it back to you, but um, uh, I still think it's <laughs> a fun one. <laughs> I mean, look at Kate last season. I think Trishel has Kate upside, but also decent game player upside. Yeah. I mean, it says she plays professional poker. I feel like poker yep. players on reality TV have pretty good odds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they seem to have like the skill set, but don't often perform up to what it's, we expect. It's high variance, like really <laughs> good or first boot is like no in yeah. between. <laughs> But I think she's going to be good. I do think Scally because she's a bit of a blind spot for me in that I haven't seen her original stints on TV. But I think everything you described makes it so that this is one of those you would have regretted if you didn't pick here. So I yeah. think you got to go with something you, you know, and you get a second pick anyway. So you're in a good spot. It's true. It's true. So, yeah, I'm excited that Trishel is here now. Let me take someone who I feel like most people are probably surprised is still on the board. Someone that I know at least all of you know of, at least <laughs> at the least, if not know uh, intimately well all of their experiences on TV. And, yeah, I'm going to take Sandra off the board. I'm shocked that it took this. I thought she was going number two. Exactly. Or number three. No one tell her she went in the second round. <laughs> I mean, no one tell her I wouldn't have picked her at all. Oh, at all? Say more. You guys are going to get oh, me to pick her. I was like, damn. <laughs> I would have. Say more. Um, I don't know. Uh, my faith in Sandra as a modern game player has just dipped. Um, you know, I don't know how many days are in this house, but if there's a 17th day, she's not going to make it to it. Um, oh she loves to say goodbye on day 16, uh, but if this game is only 16 days, maybe she's okay. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't see it going her way. I don't really know what else. Uh, why do you see it, Scally? I mean, look, do I think that Sandra is probably going to prioritize, uh, getting revenge on certain people <laughs> for the game? Maybe. Um, but I also just have to look back on a history of, Two wins, like two wins, absolutely two wins, uh, a very impressive run in Game Changers, though I'm sure Ligori has blocked that from his mind. Yes. Um, yeah, like uh, there is like enough skill here where 
I still think that like there is the potential of doing very well. I think that she is very potentially a traitor's pick. Uh, if we yes. are dipping into the survivor mm-hmm. big brother mm-hmm. well uh so there's that equity uh, i'm also thinking about and even if i might have like whether i would have picked her here or not uh given like in everyone knows everyone equally um like scenario i do know that you know we all only know certain people so well and so let me go ahead and take someone that i think is at risk of being picked rather than, you know, end up with a bunch of randos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the thing with her too is her giving up on that return on that recent return on Survivor. I felt like she was very like I have nothing to prove to you people. I have yeah. absolutely nothing to prove to you people. I'm going mm-hmm. home. I I respected the hell out of that. I wouldn't be able to stay there. I wouldn't want to stay there for that long either. But for this, I feel like not to say that she has something to prove, like she needs to prove to us that she's capable, whatever. It's not that. I just think that this is a completely new plate, like a new, you know, it's a new thing that she can, she can prove that she's great at as well. She's, she's great at this too. I can win this too. Here's a third win kind of a thing. So I don't know. I mean, I, I you guys know her better than I do, but I, I have some faith in her. And so, I do know there yes. is a Sandra Suri rivalry. <laughs> Given that Sari won yes. this first season, and Sari often downplays Sandra as a game player, I do think Sandra would love to come in here and make it look easy. Yeah, I think a combination of that and also, obviously, we mentioned that earlier this year we had a bit of a back and forth between Sandra and Parv. I think for as long as Parv is in the game, Sandra's not going to be given up and going to be giving it yeah. her all. Yes. The reason why <laughs> she would not have been, if she had been there for me for my second pick, I wouldn't have gone for her, is because I'm looking at this cast. Obviously, we've already talked extensively about how it's a very interesting, fun cast, like a dream cast. But a lot of these people, I don't know if they are well-versed in some of these other reality shows. So I feel like you all get boiled down to one statement of who the person is. Sandra is a two-time Survivor winner. Two-time Survivor winner. That is $2 million. That is a very easy mathematical equation to be like, hmm, I don't know if we can trust her. I also think she is a straight-up pick for trader if they're going with someone from Survivor. I think it's Sandra that's going to get asked to be a trader, and I think she would take it and run with it. And I would be intrigued to see who she's trader mates with because I feel like depending on who it is, she could very well – start up the uh, I'm going to vote out a trader out the gate and that could end up working or backfiring. Do I think she has the potential? Of course she has won two seasons for a reason. And she has a literal monument of her. That was part of a theme of this whole season in survivor. That being said, I feel like her reputation might get in the way, especially if some of these other people feel threatened by that moniker of being a two time reality TV show winner. Yeah, I don't know. See, the other thing that makes me have a little more faith in Sandra is while I might not know who all of these people are, well, Mm -hmm. like, but in like intimate detail, while none of you may know every single person on this cast, I feel like Sandra does. (laughs) Sandra has (laughs) one of the best social games of any reality TV contestant outside of the games. I mean, uh, you know, at points which may even get her in hot water online. Um, She is friends with everyone, you know, both fortunately and unfortunately sometimes. So uh, I think that she, like, if she shows up 
and it is just like Tamara, how's it going? <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Like you know, I would uh, have faith in her to know many more people than we thought she know, and to have pretty good relationships with everyone that we know she knows outside of Parvati. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like let's call a spade a spade. Like the most threatening people on the cast, Dan and Sandra. To yeah. to like I would say not just to the not to us as the audience, but as to the actual cast, I'm going to assume that as well. So that's why I was saying, like, if I were to pick one of the CBS people, it would be Parv to stay. Like, or not to stay, to potentially make it the furthest and even win. But I don't know if, I don't know if they, she, because she's got the Dan effect. I don't know if they're going to let Sandra stay. But if there's anyone who could get themselves out of the situation, it would be her. And it would be Dan as well. Yeah, I feel almost the complete opposite. I don't know. Really? I, <laughs> you know, uh, in this moment in time, in uh, the reality TV fan uh, experience of Sandra, I'm not uh, even that upset about coming down hard against her winner chances, uh, given things Gally was alluding to. Um, so I don't know. I'm just I, I feel like her game has gotten a little bit, uh, you know, certainly more. Uh, she goes for it a lot more now than she used to when she had her two wins she played a different game back then and it worked for her twice and since she's kind of returned it seems like she's been more willing to you know play a little bit harder because she doesn't have as much to lose at this point uh, which is mm. you know great for her because she allows her to try more things and you know take bigger risks in a world where she already has an uphill battle of being another winner uh, of another one of these games uh, i think she just puts herself out there so much and, and is willing to throw names out there so much more. And, you know, I feel like in the same way that I was just talking about Trishella, like, oh, I think she's going to do a great job of sussing people out. I feel like Sandra might as well, but everyone's going to know who Sandra is sussing. And when it gets back to that person, they're going to be like, well, if Sandra's saying my name, I either, if I'm a traitor, I have to get her out of here. I have to send her home throughout the night uh, or just try to get the votes on her, which is not going to be hard because she's such a big target. So I feel like I can see her pretty easily going out of the game in either of the two ways you go out of the game. So I don't have a whole lot of faith um, and I'm fine with that. I love that Lavina was like, she has nothing to prove to us. And Liguori said she does to me. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the thing with Sandra is, uh, what was I about to say? No, <laughs> um, you're just making oh, no. fun of me. No, that she, uh, you said like, yes. Did she come in really hot on the last three seasons of Survivor that she played? Two seasons of Survivor? Uh, like, yes, she did. But that's on a show where every single person knows who she is and knows that she, like how big of a threat she is and what type of game she plays. She's showing up here and even if it gets communicated that she is a two-time winner, most people don't know her style of gameplay. And so if she goes quiet uh, and like reverts back to the game that she used to play, which I think she would love to, I don't think that she defaults to that game style of aggressive mm -hmm. game player unless forced to, because she had no other options in her last seasons. So I, yeah, I there's just, nowhere to hide for her. Exactly. At that and I think that there is here. And if she is just playing dead, I think a lot of people on this cast are gonna be like, her? Like, really? Are you kidding me? Um, so I think that she actually has a chance here to play her winning style of gameplay. Yeah. Put anything else on Sandra? No, I am excited to see her play. I, and I hadn't really thought about what Scally just said about her being on a whole different show and how that would go and how she would play that. Because, I mean, coming in with, you know, I feel like some of these players, once they play their first time, it, you kind of have alerted everyone else for future games of who you are. And this is kind of a fresh start-ish. So I'm curious to see how it plays out for her. Mm-hmm. 
All right. We'll see how it plays out for Sandra. Um, the uh, Sandra Parvati duo off the board before we even finish uh, going down to the second round. So that is uh, worth noting. Um, I'm up next with my second pick and I will get right into it with uh, the next name off the board from the television show of Big Brother. I'm taking Janelle. I was yeah. not going to pick her, but I was ready to uh, throw Levine off and not pick her, but make it seem like I was going to pick her. I wasn't going to pick her either. So. Ooh. <laughs> oh. um, I, well, well, then I probably could have gotten her later, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it. I, I'm thinking of Janelle in the same way that uh, we were talking about Trichelle. I think that she is an unlikely pick for a trader. Um, I feel like she's going to be really good in that kind of uh, like Kate spot, or um, even if she ends up more like a brandy and, you know, just kind of goes off the rails. I, I don't know that she will. I think she has some natural uh, allies here, whether it's just uh, Dan and, you know, big brother, or if it's like any of these reality TV, she's been around a, a while in these reality TV streets. And I feel like she knows people just the same as Sandra does. Um, she's going to be able to uh, make those connections of just like, Hey, didn't I see you at that event like 20 years ago um and you know just have something to, to have them click um and uh obviously she's not a winner so she doesn't have that target on her back that a lot of other people may have around here so she can kind of hold that uh you know on other people to say well they're all winners you know target them before you target me so i don't know i just i feel good uh about her given the remaining field of uh reality tv contestants that i was specifically looking at so that's where i'm at it's a good pick my only thing is with this format change of you now win shields through challenges, Janelle, for the love of God, don't try and win every challenge. Don't do it. <laughs> the minute you win two, they're going to boot you. Like that is, I think that's going to be emerging gameplay this season where if you're trying to go for every W and it seems like you're preventing others from winning the shield, you might get voted out just for that. So I yeah. feel like that's the only thing going against her. Other than that, Janelle is also someone I'm excited to see play a different franchise because you don't have all of the because, again, she steps into the Big Brother house and immediately she yeah. won all these challenges. She had the record. Da, 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 da. So not having that there, I'm happy for her to see how she plays it. But also, again, the big question mark for me is how are Janelle and Dan going to play together? Are they going to play nice? Are they going to go against each other? That remains to be seen. But I think this is a good pick. I think they play nice. I have to imagine. So there's I only two know. of them, right? I, I, think, yeah. I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, I get has, it. But go ahead, Scally. She's always been so complimentary of Dan's game. Yes. And just like, to my knowledge, seems like they've had a good relationship for some time. I can see her making a move towards the end of the game for sure, or even mm. in the middle. Um, or, you know, I could, you know, who knows which one of them takes that shot first. But I think for the beginning part of the game, I would be shocked to see them turn against each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say in the like very beginning, um, but I, I, I don't trust it to be like, if I know Janelle, I know that she would cut him. Like, I guess that's just kind of, yeah. That's my first thought when it comes to the two of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, like generally Janelle is, <clears throat> excuse me, Janelle as a pick is good because I don't like the way that you guys are talking about Sandra, who you guys know very well. And I, I know Janelle very well. I don't think that she's as threatening anymore, you know, as she, maybe she used to be the only place that she is extremely threatening is in the big brother house. And we saw that on big brother 22, but also she was in there with a like a 
like a built-in ride or die in Kaser. Mm -hmm. So that made the situation far worse for her. And I think that she, if she goes into a Big Brother game that's just like the actual game, she doesn't have a chance. But in this kind of a thing, like Puya was saying, this brand new franchise, I think that she does have some upside because I don't think she's as threatening, right? So we'll see. And yeah. I, I think her her social game's pretty decent. I think she has a lot to prove coming off of her last two appearances, uh, being The Amazing Race, which didn't go uh, like terribly, but didn't go the best. Um, and then on Big Brother uh, 22, you know, what was it, like third out or something like that. So I feel like she's kind of in a world where she just needs to go a little bit farther uh, for that redemption for herself. Um, I don't know if that does anything for her personal mindset going in of like being way more focused and rather than, you know, coming in looking to like be a cause of drama, looking to like pick fights with people um, and just like play a good game. Yeah. So I don't know if she's going to hold on to that a little bit uh, because of that, or maybe I'm wrong and she just wants to keep, you know, being uh, loud and con confrontational to just keep getting the calls that she's getting. So I don't know. Um, but either way, I feel like Janelle, um, you know, has always brought uh, something to the shows that she's been on. So um, that that's where the pick came from. Um uh, if anybody has anything else on Janelle, uh, feel free. Otherwise, we're back to Puya for his second pick. It me. Um, OK, so uh, we just talked about how performances in these competitions this season could put a big, big target on your back. However, uh, y'all are the free agents podcast and you haven't drafted a single person from the challenge yet. I am delighted again a blind spot for me blind spot for me we move on it's fine it's fine no, i didn't say it's okay same um i want to pick ct give me ct i'm excited to have ct on my team please like uh trichelle from the real world uh that's what i meant yeah that's what i meant from the real housewives of las vegas right <laughs> no, <laughs> i thought it was the real world as well okay um okay ct ct off the board here yeah, I, I've always enjoyed CT. I've always enjoyed him. Like I said, my biggest worry with picking CT here is they announce, okay, in this season, the challenges, that's where the shields are. And they're like, all right, let's get rid of the, these, uh, these uh, you know, physical people or whatever. But I think CT is just the kind, I think he's fun. And I want him on my team. I, you know, a, a wise friend of mine once said, a scholar, a poet, if you will, named uh, Brandon Chappelle. He said, if I don't pick a player, I can't enjoy them and root for them because they're not on my team. And I feel like I want CT on my team. Fair enough. Um, I think CT is a very uh, good pick here. He is coming into this season after a little bit of a reality TV break. Uh, he hasn't been on one season, maybe two seasons of the challenge, but like wow, 12 not that big challenge time. It is. He's had like, yeah, he's had a year or two to uh, kind of clear his head. I mean, not clear his head. He's been going through some stuff in his personal life. Um, but I think getting back into a game, that's not the game he's used to getting into this new one. Uh, where just being like the calm, level-headed person, I know that sounds crazy to talk about CT in that way, but in the modern times, this is who we have, um, a, a more calm, level-headed person that just knows these games, you know, back and front and has built-in allies in Bananas, and I'm assuming Trishel. Um, I think he is set up very well going into it, uh, how things play out from there, because I have no idea. To, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of assuming maybe he'll be a faithful. I don't know what we really get out of him as a traitor. I, I think he could do it. I but. think, yeah. Of the challenge people, I think Bananas has to be yeah. the odds-on favorite to be the yeah. traitor if they're 100%. picking one from the challenge. And then, like, if there's a world where him and Bananas are, you know, if Bananas is a, a traitor and CT's a faithful, um, I don't think that Bananas is going to be able to convince CT anything other than that. Like, I think he's 
going to try and tell CT that he is a faithful, but I don't think it's going to work. I think CT knows him too well. So how that dynamic would move forward, you know, in the game together with CT probably eventually figuring that out would be quite interesting. Um, I don't know. What's, uh, Scally, what do you think about CT here? I'm so torn where I feel like he should have the skills, but at the same time, like, is he going to be super social or is he going to be mumbling over and in the corner? Right, I'm That's not... another thing. Mr. Mumbling. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a hundred percent clear on CT. He's kind of the, one of the bigger question marks of the cast for me, uh, which I don't think is bad. Cause you know, if people feel like they can't read him, then like maybe they don't vote him out under suspicion. Like, I don't know. Um, I like CT. He has definitely gotten frustrated and had like some messier gameplay than I think a lot of people uh, like to remember from the past few seasons, but still has the potential coming in here where I think he's a pretty good pick. Um, Can I ask a question? I mean, obviously I'm a bit of a novice to some of these other reality shows, but like, for example, with, you know, you mentioned Trishel being a big fan of like, you know, these other shows potentially, and obviously I can sue with love Island being so synonymous with reality TV. Is the challenge a show that a lot of these other alumni are going to be familiar with, or is it kind of going to be their blind spot? Cause there, it is a very big barrier to entry in that there's like 40 seasons and it's been going on forever. So are they going to be well-versed in any of them? Do you think? I feel like the people they pick to represent the challenge on this particular season are quite well known. Like I, I know all three of them and I have thoughts about, you know, how I think that each of them are going to do. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if, if, and I, and I, I like, I can say like, I don't like the challenge. Like I can say that. <laughs> Lavina. Um, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I wonder I'm this sorry. is your free agents debut. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think that if, if, you know, I think that they pick the right people, I think they know who they are. I don't know. I feel like the majority of the like Bravo casting or like Maxim or, you know, these other people that are brought in Peter from the bachelor, like I could see them not knowing any of the CBS or MTV people, like not a not single even bananas? one of them. Really? Uh, yeah, honestly, I think that people outside of a reality TV bubble just like have no clue um, who most of these people are. I think there's a world in like which they do. They know vaguely like, oh, I've heard that name, but like know nothing about them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the mumbling of it all is really uh, CT's possible downfall. He just I don't know how, you know, how many crystal clear social conversations he's going to be having throughout the house rather than just being, you know, kind of, kind of just there. And he's a friendly guy. He's, you know, I, I can see people having like, you know, getting to know him and, and liking him as a, as a person, as an individual, he's, you know, been a dad for a couple of years. Uh, so any other parents that are on the cast, you know, maybe there's a, a relationship, they, you know, having their kids to talk about. I feel like there's certainly points of connection that he can have um, with plenty of people here. I don't know. Uh, Scally, you're talking about his messy gameplay. And my perception of him in the past couple seasons has been he kind of lays low in the beginning of the season, turns it on at the end and wins the final. And I feel like that could be something that he turns to here as well. Less yeah. messy gameplay and more just like he's still a little messy personally. Like, I think he's still look, everyone loves to be like, oh, my God, CT's such a nice guy now. And he's a dad and he's amazing. But like, he's still he kind fathered. of an asshole sometimes. He fathered, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, but. I, I like he's still kind of an asshole sometimes. And like I could see that coming out when uh, you know, some of the messier personalities on the cast are like talking to CT and I could see him 
openly rolling his eyes, <laughs> like <laughs> or just groaning at the like conversation that some people are introducing to him. Uh, like I could, you know, Bergy ask him for like a question. I could be like, hear him being like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like I'm not gonna bother. <laughs> like like that I could see. So uh, oh, that is where I fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we haven't talked about this yet, but. Throughout everything we've drafted so far, the confessional game is going to be on point this season. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm oh, yeah, so pumped. Yeah, yeah for sure. These people are well-seasoned. <laughs> wow, right, we're ready to call them old, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> Look, the average age of this cast is uh, probably Beautiful. in the 40s. Yeah. Well, there's two people in their 20s. One is 29, the other is 24. Everyone else is 32 and above, I believe. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I'm just looking up. I see a lot of 40s, some 50s, a 60. Yeah, there's three um, in their my dream 30s. Cast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mommies and daddies everywhere. Uh, Lavina. Literally. <laughs> okay. Who's your next pick? Um, well, it's a mother, but <gasps> um, so basically, I'm shocked that this person fell to me, but I could not be more excited to pick. Peppermint of RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> oh. fame. I'm shocked that she fell to me. I And like, look, you can say Drag Race is a non-strategic show. It's a strategic show. So she's, a, and also she's a fan of these shows. Not only is she a fan, not only does she have a good mind for, for strategy, if you ask me, she also is incredible socially. She's going to make every single person in that mansion adore her because she's very approachable. Um, God, I can just like keep raving on and on, but I'm shocked that I got her. Like I'm shocked that I thought one of you guys were going to pick her for sure. Yeah, for me, it's the lack of connections um, that would make me hesitate in picking her in a draft like this. Um, but certainly like one of the top, three, four, five people that I'm most excited to see here. Um, we've been waiting for Peppermint to come back to <laughs> likely Drag Race, um, but to any right. show uh, for a long time. This is only uh, the second the second appearance on television has not come back to Drag Race. Um, and we've She's also done been shows. She's uh, done like Netflix shows. Okay. Um haven't seen those. I apologize. Um, but the uh and, and we've also been like waiting and begging for years for any of these like strategy shows. Like we've been saying, like get a drag queen on Big Brother or anything. Mm -hmm. Um and especially a, a show like this that is just a, again a, a purely strategic show, um, for the most part, uh vibes too. Um so to have Peppermint here is just extremely exciting. Again, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about her prospects as a player. I'm I'm uh, Lavina, I am not ever gonna tell you. Uh Drag Race is not a strategic show. There, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Uh, it absolutely is. Even uh, not all stars. all stars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So a lot going on there. To you know, especially she's from a. I know nine is like kind of veering towards the middle of the pack of seasons of Drag Race at this point, which is crazy, but um, Wild. still feels like more of a recenter uh, kind of uh, contestant. So um, I'm just so excited. I don't know, Scally. What do you think about Peppermint here? So I think Peppermint has potential as a faithful. I think that she is going to have a great social game. Uh, Drag Race spoilers incoming for like two seconds. Uh, I will say that season nine 
all three members, uh, all other three members of the final four besides Peppermint have won their crowns. So we mm-hmm. are just waiting on Peppermint to win hers. Mm-hmm. Could this be her crown on the traitors uh, too? Who knows? But uh, I think that she is going to be phenomenal socially, very high potential as a faithful. The only thing that gave me pause was I was told that uh, in watching her play games online, uh, I don't know if it was Dead by Daylight or whatever, that she is apparently not a very good liar, <laughs> which people have clocked. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, traitor, I don't think Peppermint, that is uh, going to be her strong suit. Uh, so, you're heard. saying if she's a traitor, goodbye, but if <laughs> faithful, could be fine. <laughs> yes, so that is, that is the scouting report that I have been given. Uh, but nonetheless, I am so excited to see Peppermint here. Uh, not the casting that I necessarily thought would have been the first uh, drag queen to show up on like a Big Brother, Traders, etc. But uh, one that I am very excited about. Well, it's didn't, good to um, break suit. Didn't Alyssa Edwards get cast for something with Dave Vaughn? Hasn't oh, yeah. aired yet, but yes. Oh my God, no, that's yes. a whole different, then- that's a whole different podcast. Yes. And then like have their, like, you know, did Courtney go on um, Celebrity Big Brother UK and stuff. But as for the like the main shows that we have been waiting for of strategy, you know. Yeah, um, it'll be, again, a lot of fun to have Peppermint here. I'm excited to see her interact with like so many of these other people that are just, again, this Brant Steele. Uh, <laughs> it's another name yeah. when Peppermint showed up that I was like, this is not real. Um, <laughs> but it is going to be great to see what happens there. Um, I don't really have a whole lot else to say as far as analyzing how I think she's going to do goes. Uh, I don't know if anybody else does. Otherwise, Lavina can make uh, the next pick. Pick number two. Ooh, I didn't realize I even. Oh, yeah, because we're doing a snake. Okay. Hey. Snake draft. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm going to shock the world here. So let's talk representation. I don't ever get people. Puya and I don't ever get people, right? Damn it. Damn it. I, <laughs> you, well, you, well, okay, hold on. Um, This particular individual is not really in the news for the greatest things in the world. And when I talk representation, it is literally an exact representation because I, so I'm Middle Eastern, but ethnically I'm Assyrian and there's not a lot of Assyrian people in mainstream media. And like I said, while yes, there's some infamous things that this person's done in the news, I'm still gonna, I have to pick her. I have to pick Larsa. I have to, it would be bizarre to not have her on my team. Um, yeah, I don't do, do I think she's going to do well? No. Do I think that she's (laughs) A strategic mind. No. And she's coming in with, don't quote me if I'm wrong, like, it's her boyfriend, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I don't know if the showmance of it all is going to just like, I I don't know if she's just going to be late, like, like lazy strategically. I don't know if they're going to care about the show. I don't know if she's just there for the check. I know she's just there for the check, but she could bring some good TV issues on Housewives. Come on. There we go. I don't, Mel- I'm like, like <laughs> grasping for straws. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, do you want to talk about why she is in the news or should we stay away? I mean, I don't see why not. Okay. I don't know. So I would be learning on the show. So, Livita, do you oh. want to tell the audience why? Well, yeah. So she was married to NBA um, legend, the Chicago Bulls, Scottie Pippen, um, and they were married for quite a long time. They have, I think, three or four kids. Um, and yeah, so she, she was dating, 
they were going through, I believe, I don't really know the timeline, to be honest. I, I don't think really anyone knows, but like they were going through some kind of public breakup, a divorce, a separation of some sort. And she was in the news because she was dating a lot of younger men. And that's including her current boyfriend, Marcus Jordan, which is Michael Jordan's son. So it's a little weird when you're dating <laughs> your teammates, your, hold on, your ex-husband's teammate's son. I mean, it, 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 it's optically, it doesn't look great. So, yeah. And she's just kind of always had a reputation in the media for being, quote, I don't I don't love this, but like, quote, gold digger, you know, that kind of thing. That's the gist. There we go. <laughs> to come at it from the perspective of uh, a showman, not a showman, a, a literal romance, romance uh, a couple yeah. coming into the house. Uh, Puya, was it on UK, the first UK season that, that has yes. happened? or? So in the first season of UK, we had a couple come in. Now, obviously, the two of them were not known as a couple because they're both just regular people that were put on the show. And it added a lot of fun because they ended up both being faithful. But then one of them was being sussed as a traitor and then got recruited to be a traitor. And she said, no, she was also flirting with this other guy or this other guy was getting <laughs> vibes. And then the, the, the boyfriend ended up melting down and essentially publicly oh. at breakfast saying we're a couple. And then it made everything so much worse. They ended up getting spoiler alert, pretty much booted back to back, but it was a lot of fun and it was a lot of good drama. And I'm very excited at the prospect of having a couple here on this season because we've talked about how this cast is great. Having a couple in the midst of it, I think just adds some intrigue to it overall as well. Also an intriguing couple, let alone yeah. the concept of a couple being here. Um, this doesn't feel like a couple that can come in as a secret. Um, this right. is a, a real housewife person who I don't know any of the housewives. I apologize. I can't wait to know them uh, because if there's one thing I learned from the first U.S. season is that uh, they will bring it to these shows. Um, so I feel like it's going to be uh, a well-known thing amongst the people that know Larsa coming in. And then uh, anybody that doesn't know about it will know about it within a day or two. Uh, so they're not going to, I don't think, be able to hide. And then where they go from there as two people who, as far as I know, have no experience on any reality competition shows. Um, it feels like, you know, kind of casting for the story of them or um, is I'm assuming uh, Lavina is Larsa just like really good TV or. Um, well, you know, she's also been she's besties. I, I don't know about currently, but she's besties with the Kardashians. She's been on the Kardashians oh. in the earlier seasons. Um, I haven't watched the newer one on you on Hulu, but like she can bring it. She knows she knows what they expect of her. Um, I, I wouldn't consider Larsa as being like the loud like screaming person, but she definitely like there will. I think that there will be drama with her boyfriend with. The, maybe the other housewives, there definitely will be drama surrounding her. It's Question. Just, I, go for it. If someone is talking smack to her beau, Marcus, does Larsa jump in and get involved or no? I'm sure. Because the thing Been is excited. with her, right. <laughs> the thing with her is like, I don't think the, the reason I was hesitant to like say my pick was because She's not going to be strategic. This is just another gig. This is just another reality show for her. Uh, she might shock us, but yeah, I don't I don't foresee her being the strategic force, but the entertainment factor will be there. Yeah. I mean, the reality is not all the strategic people are going to make it to the end. So mm -hmm. Exactly that. Mm -hmm. The thing yeah. is, she was going to be my next pick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it got Interesting. Then. 
So, look, there are four housewives coming in here. I don't know. That, that is risky. They could be on great terms. They could be on terrible terms. And I would have no idea. Uh, so this could be an alliance or their worst nightmare walking in through the front door. But she's also obviously coming in in a couple. Something that I love, uh, I think, is very underrated about uh, showmances on reality TV is often, uh, or romances, or duos, is often when your other member of your duo goes home, your threat level is artificially lowered uh, even when it shouldn't be. So mm-hmm. I can see just uh, that Marcus goes home because often the men do first in a duo um, or a romance or showmance. And then she's left there being looked at as like not a threat. Oh, you know, leftover. We don't have to deal with her right now. And Larsa makes it deep in the game all of a sudden. That is my Larsa fan fiction at the moment. Okay. I also sometimes wonder, like, I don't know, uh, like, I have this thought process with Frankie Grande that people were, like, um, extra nice to him because of who his sister is. Like, is there any world where, like, people are extra nice to um, this duo because of who Marcus Jordan's dad is, like, clout-wise? I mean... minor thought. Maybe, like, Bananas. (laughs) Like, I think Bananas is going to be kissing the ring. (laughs) Just just a thought. I don't know. We'll see if that plays out. But just it's a thought that I have sometimes um, unless people really like Frankie Grande that much. And then in which case, who knows? Um, I feel like for for Frankie, like I feel like pop pop girlies like have an upside. Like, I I, yeah. I, I don't know, like they like Ariana Grande versus Michael Jordan in pop culture is just like and, and it <laughs> like it's just bigger, you know, like it's just it just is. Right right. Like they're not going to get out of the castle and go see the Michael Jordan concert <laughs> in the right. same way that you never know what will happen with Frankie. And, um, so, all right. Like so there is a is... good argument that could be had on like TikTok with who's more famous, Ariana Grande or Michael Jordan, because I feel like there would be people on both sides of this argument. You can make definitely make arguments like the international implications of each person of each person yeah. is they're known around the world both of them so it's like who knows who more and where you know only one of them have wished me a happy birthday so i'm gonna go with ariana <laughs> well i feel like that should be demerits in terms of how famous they are personally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway um all right that was uh lavina's third pick which means puya's back up for his third pick I am, and I've been, not going to lie, since Lavina started her first of two picks, I've been looking at the board trying to figure out where I want to go next. And I feel like i got to follow the statistics on this one, okay? So hear me out. The person I'm looking to pick has been on four shows in the last year and has made it to every episode with the exception of four episodes in one of those shows, meaning they have two runner-ups, three runner-ups, uh, sorry, two runner-ups, one finalist, and then got booed a little early. I feel like I was not coming into this thinking of picking this person, but the stats kind of don't lie. Uh, I'm going to pick Bananas. Ooh. Hard not to. Um, I Yeah, I didn't want to pick him, but if you didn't, then I would have had to at a certain point. Yeah, in the um, third round, I feel like it's a bargain pick at this point. Now, obviously, is. he's a high-variance pick, y'all. Like, he could literally go out episode one very easily. But also, I could see him doing well, having some footing. I just, you know, spoilers incoming for House of Villains if you have not watched that. But 
I think he ended up doing really well for himself there. I was able to see him mingle with people who I don't think he was familiar with like that. And I think he did a good job. Obviously, he ruffles feathers, but that is the banana's way. Um, and I don't know. He could do decent. I do think he is a prime traders candidate, which, again, could work for him or make things worse. Yeah. Um, com- coming into uh, this kind of show, like – he just he's he, like you said, he's been on, you know, how many shows in the past couple of years, let alone like his entire reality TV career. It's just show after show after show. And it's not like he takes a break to do like less strategic shows. House of Villains turned into a show where you had to gather up allies and, you know, make your way to the end. So uh, he's he's just constantly on in that way. And not to say that that's any kind of hindrance to him coming into this house. I mean, uh, if anything, that's a very big advantage given some of the people that are here. Uh, but I just, if I worry about any of these legends coming in and maybe just getting caught so quickly, it, it, it he stands out for some reason. Um, I, you know, you can never bet against Johnny Bananas uh, necessarily because he's just, uh, is you know, it's kind of hit or miss. And when you miss, you feel like an idiot because you're like, well, why would I have met, let, let Johnny Bananas go by in the draft when he's the seven-time champion and, you know, maneuvers his way to the ends of these games so easily? Uh, but then on those seasons where he goes out early, you're like, well, you know, it, it catches up to him sometimes. So I think he just as much as some of these other people, Sandra, Dan, Janelle, Parvati, CT, like – all these big names that are coming in, people know them uh, or they're going to overhear throughout the house, you know, the legacy of these people. Um, and, you know, just hearing like this guy is a seven time champion of his show uh, is a strategic mastermind and all this kind of stuff. I think he will be perfectly capable of pulling in, you know, some of the uh, rookier type of strategic players to his side. Uh, but just again, of all these people, I think he is one of the most likely to get caught. Uh, but again, I would have picked him if he was still available next to me. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Like the reality is even if he makes his way all the way to the final four, like the fire of truth, I think whether he's a faithful trader, there's almost zero universes where I see him not get voted out there. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think he sure. may, even if he makes it to the final and he's the most faithfulest faithful that ever faithful part of you is going to vote him out anyway. So I don't really see him winning, but on the off chance he does, I'm like, okay, look, I did it. So. Yeah. I, it's entirely dependent on the structure of the house, the culture of the house. Like you said, well, this guy's a seven time winner or he could get caught really quickly. It's, it's dependent on we, we it's, it's a give or take, right? Like he can either use all the skills and all the experience, or he's just going to, they're going to say, this guy's won seven times, get him the hell out of here. I don't see him winning either, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, I don't know. He's one of the, of the three biggest targets. He's definitely number three in the house. Yeah. Would have picked him next. But I do agree that, that <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think Bananas is eyeing these shows that are off of MTV as like big opportunities to show who he is as a personality and mm. sell himself that way. So even more than the game, I think that he is looking to build his brand uh, with a different audience. And so I worry a little bit there where he might not be as cutthroat as he might be otherwise. And also that he might be being a big ham in front of all of these other contestants. And I could see many more people on this cast getting sick of him a lot more quickly than uh, most of the other cast that he's appearing on. So that's what made me particularly nervous about him. But obviously the track record is there. The man plays these games for a living. So 
definitely not a bad pick. Also, who is he hitting on first? Oh, <laughs> oh please. If if that happens, when I mean, he's out here juggling Corinne Olympios and Mariah and whatever the hell else is going on in his personal Second life. Two. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's who it is. It's who it is. Get me out of here. Yeah, it's an age gap that he would uh, not be too unknown for going for. 41 to 29. Yeah, I was going to say, it's about right. Yeah, pretty fitting. All right, Uh, Bananas off the board, which means it's back to me. And we're getting down to a group of uh, people who I am starting to – it will definitely shifted where I don't know most of the people left. And of the names that I do know left, how do I feel about them is quite the question. Um, So let me not waste too much time. I'll just pick one of the – Two people left that I kind of know something about, and I'm just going to go with another Bachelor maybe making it to uh, the end, uh, ho- hopefully for the sake of my draft, not ending his game like the last Bachelor did on the last season of Traders US, but I'm going to go with Pilot Pete here. Um, I don't know why. Again, just because I know him. Peter <laughs> Weber. <laughs> the thing is, so. because I know him was why I was not eyeing him as a pick. <laughs> Yeah, and that's also entirely fair. This man is uh, has, has not like the best reputation, but also whatever. It's so weird because on his initial season of The Bachelor, I really liked him. And I was like, easy fave, number one. And then he came back and everyone was definitely more down on him than I was. But he just has the reputation of being like a wet blanket, just like not likable, not fun, not interesting. So I was kind of surprised oh, God. that he was cast here over much more interesting personalities on the bachelor franchise. Um, I still find him to be generally likable. Now, am I forgetting something he did? Maybe. Uh, but I, you know, will enjoy watching him. He's a better pick than Ari. I'll say that much. I mean, in terms of like, I don't know anything about the bachelor. Okay. But in terms of like looking at this photo of him that I'm looking at right now, he looks like he wants to sell me a house. So like, yes. I don't know. I don't know how I would. feel about a real uh, as a reality TV character. So just don't move into that. I have him. That's all I got to say. Yes. Booyah. <laughs> I have one question and it is for you, Matt. Um, okay. I, I went to his Instagram as you picked him to kind of, you know, scout the talent and see, cause I don't know him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, He's followed by like five people I follow. Three of those five are reality TV alumni. One of them is Jofo. Yes. What is it about this man that time. elicited the Jofo follow, the Joe follow, if you will? All right. Well, to start off, I mean, he is handsome. I will give him that. Um, but he doesn't yeah, watch I... The Bachelor, so that's very confusing. <laughs> 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 not the Jofo exposed. <laughs> he is not good looking enough for that follow. I'm that, is, that is a very good question, and uh, I will work on getting that answer. That oh, so no. Seahawks. Oh, God. I don't like him. Um, I think, I think just as far as Peter goes here, Pilot Pete, um, I just think he's going to end up being loyal soldier loyal soldier uh, a number for whoever recruits him whether it's bananas or parvati or dan like whichever one of these bigger players comes in and needs you know just a, a yes man by their side that's peter yeah the thing with peter also is 
I think if he gets accused at a round table, man is folding like a sheet. <laughs> like he <laughs> is falling over himself. I don't think this man has a single ounce of like conflict resolution in him. <laughs> the man is just going to absolutely crumble uh, if accused. So that I am worried about, but uh, if he were to somehow go unchallenged for the whole game, like could play a very successful uh, underling to someone who's playing uh, a much harder game. So I got an answer. Um, he apparently Jofo did watch his season of the bachelor. Oh, um, so that's why he follows him. He said, and reasons, which goes to what I figured. No further questions. Your honor. <laughs> he says, let me live. Okay. Well, we can do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's that's why I picked Peter. <laughs> All right. Um, Scally's up for two picks. Uh, I have no idea where to go. <laughs> Just like not a single clue. Um, I am going to go ahead and let me take one of the Real Housewives off the board. I'm gonna take Phaedra off the board. All right. <sighs> gonna take her tell me anything about phaedra uh she's from the real housewives of atlanta she is someone i definitely recognize from online i know of her so she is uh definitely a character unfortunately my real housewife knowledge is lacking so i do not have the scoop unfortunately uh but nonetheless excited to get to know her here also on married to medicine what's Mm -hmm. that uh, another reality show of people who are allegedly married to medicine. Oh, is she a, is she a lawyer? Um, I think she's a lawyer. Well, there we go. Oh, look at those arguing skills. Right. <laughs> I just think like all housewives on any reality show that's not housewives, they deliver. They 100%. deliver. Like I can't. I Absolutely. cannot be more excited. Okay. I actually yeah. have a list of her occupations here. Um, oh. We're going to go with television personality. Check. Okay. Attorney. Check. There yes. Businesswoman. Check. check. Author. Okay. Wait. Actress. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. um, mortician. <laughs> yeah. I just saw the. What? <laughs> that Wait, get out real? of left field. Yes. My brain goes to Goose Goose Duck. Well, my thought is that she'll be a perfect traitor murdering at night, um, putting these people in their graves. So I think that Phaedra will do phenomenally now. I feel like I think this is a good value pick here. Obviously, I'm also very much blind spotted with the Real Housewives. I will um, direct everyone's attention to one Sasha Joseph. If you have any inquiries about any of these housewives uh, or any of these franchises, because Sasha came on with me and Rob to talk about this cast when it was first dropping. And obviously a lot of traders has happened since then. So I'm very foggy on all the details of that pod. But you can reference that if you want to hear what Sasha had to say about um, some of these uh, people that we didn't know about. I would message her right now, but I know she's in Japan. So I don't know what the time difference is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Sasha uh, definitely had some good insider. I uh, do remember that podcast. And um so yeah, I'm excited again. I'm excited for uh, to see all of these housewives. Uh, don't know any of them, but uh, can always count on them to bring uh, drama or something to the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, Scally, who's your second pick? Oh, my second pick. I just feel like I need to 
diversify off of the housewives though it is very tempting uh especially that basically everyone else left is a man uh not everyone but many um Wow. No, I actually think I'm gonna double down and take Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, that feels like a snipe. She was in my consideration. Oh, good, good. I'm glad to hear that, honestly. Uh, um, <laughs> and and I did like you know very brief uh like YouTube search for all of them just to kind of see what was going on. Um, I don't know. I just I I liked her vibe. Um, yeah. What is it about Sheree? Another one who I know of, uh, of the Housewives, and so, and I know she's very popular, she's very fun, I believe she's a little bit of a meme queen, so I do love that, um, but I also have seen, because uh, I was curious as to the status, two women who both come from Real Housewives of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and so I figured, okay, this could be very good or very bad, and I do see uh, Phaedra vs. Sheree season four um, as one of oh. the results, so. <laughs> I will be watching uh, that after this. I'm very, I'm very concerned, but I figured uh, let's 50-50 it. At least one of them survives, right? So let's take a both. I think they work together. Because, like, I, so I, I go back to, like, and, like, I think back to, like, Candy on, on Celebrity yes. Big Brother 2. And she she was having, like, all sorts of, like, she had a lot of history with Tamar. And they kind of were like, okay, let's work. we got to work together. we got to work together. And granted, I know that, like, that's Big Brother and this is the Traders. But I feel like... I feel like it's going to be like a similar thing. And granted, I don't know exactly what their history is. They could be perfectly fine now. What's the date on that video, Scally? I mean, <laughs> let me look at uh, Housewives of Atlanta is in season. Where are you? How many seasons 17. do they have now? They have season 15. So oh, that's like 11 seasons ago. Okay. They'll be, I think they'll work together. I think... I'd love to see with a show like this, you, there's really two directions you can go. Either let's completely bury this because we have to go through 21 people and get to know everybody and let's not put each other on a radar or I can't work with this person. I'm going to do everything I can to get rid of them out the gate, which would be bad. So I have to assume they're going to play nice no matter what the relationship is. I will say for her, um, Sasha did send me a YouTube video to watch before we did that preview pod, and it has stuck with me. It, she oh. is going to be so entertaining. So, <laughs> so wait. entertaining. I can't wait. Yeah, same. Uh, I don't know any of these people. I have nothing to say. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Anybody I else have anything else there? Or let's... I mean, Yeah, it's mostly also just the, the people I do know, I don't have a lot of faith in. So Fair enough. There's that. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Back to me for uh, another pick, and I am going to take somebody who um, just, again, did some quick YouTube searches and also in the TikTok that I watched where somebody was breaking down the cast. I should have saved that TikTok so that I could blame this person if this pick goes oh. wrong. Um, just called this person smart, and that's kind of all that I'm going off of at this point. I'm taking MJ. Oh, come no. on! You pick MJ because they said smart? Really? <laughs> Sounds like a good pick to me. Where's no, it's, she's Persian. So I was yeah. why, once Lavina didn't pick her, I was like, I can just leave her and get her in the end. It's fine. <laughs> I was uh, leaving her for the end. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I almost took her to be fair as well. Oops. Yeah, she's from the same show that uh, Reza was, so if either of them were on Glee, you'd know who they were. 
Oh yeah. my oh, god. Lidori Get them again. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy I took MJ. Uh, can anyone tell me why I took MJ? Okay. Um, no, because MJ is going to be fun, I think. Uh, entertaining. Drama-filled for sure, most likely, um, as far as that goes. Her and Reza were best friends starting off on Shaws of Sunset and then had a very, very, very big falling out um, to the point where there was restraining orders that were put out. It was Whoa. a whole thing. Yeah, a lot of drama there. Um, I'm very curious how MJ is going to do in this because when we saw the cast and Reza was on it last season, I was very much in the, I knew Reza is primed for a show like this. I think he's going to be a lot of fun. I think he has strategic chops to him. I don't know if I have that for MJ, but I think MJ, her game is going to get dictated by who is she pairing up with and who is she going to end up mingling with? Yeah, and another thing too, like uh, I just have like the NBC article of each person and there's just, like a little blurb underneath the photo and I'm just dying at, she admitted in season two of the series that she's a felon convicted of bank fraud. <laughs> so like, of course, like I was picking her. <laughs> like She's about to steal all these people's money. That's what's going on here. There we go. I wouldn't go that she's, far. She's smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's wishful thinking. <laughs> Well, that's all we got right now. So MJ is my pick. Um, and then yeah. we bounce back to Puya for his next. All right. Well, this makes my next pick uh, relatively easy. I th- Actually, does it make it relatively easy? Mm, oh, we're going to be left. We're like left with nothing here at this point. So my uh, my basically I'm trying to figure out who, how, where do I end up? OK, you know what? I'm going to go with this man who I actually do not know at all. And I'm hoping one of you know, but I like the look of him. I like the look of him. Oh. He's a looker. He's handsome. He's in ball. the middle of the age range. <laughs> Give me <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I like oh. this guy too, just based on vibes. I don't know. Yeah, he's good vibes. Handsome fella. Look. I have no. I I I have no idea who this is. Ling Empire. I yeah. Debated Kevin. Strictly because he's handsome, um, but <laughs> the handsome I have, factor. I did one more search and saw that oh. he is also worth ten million dollars. Uh, oh. So I don't know about the motivation to win two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> but motivation concern. to like you know get your face out there to make more sales sure. though. Sure. Oh wow. So we shall yeah. see. Okay. Kevin! Sorry, I'm live reacting to seeing what he looks like. <laughs> Let me see. Does Jofo follow? Hmm. <laughs> no, no, but Pod Free Agents does. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, we gave ex- Jofo access to the account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Jofo. He can't even like, defend himself. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, now, this, I don't know how interesting this is. Um, but I don't follow the whole cast on uh, of this cast on uh, Insta, but. Parvati does follow Kevin. Okay. I'm look. I don't well, think I follow anybody else from this cast on Insta, so they might all follow Kevin. So I don't know <laughs> if that's anything. But ooh, interesting intrigue. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Lavina, you're up next. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I'm going to take uh, between two people right now. Well, you get both of them, so just pick them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's okay, so that's right. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. I'll take Tamara. Okay. I need a housewife. Um, and and she's, from my understanding, like an OG. 
I believe. Yeah. So she's well-versed in reality TV. I mean, you know, I love a housewife. I love, I loved Brandy. I love Brandy on Celebrity Big Brother. So like, I will pick a housewife. That's true. I think she came in on, to my knowledge, season three of the OC. I did watch uh, Real Housewives back then. So I do know Tamara. Um, and that's why I did not pick Tamara. <laughs> no. <laughs> she Say a mess more. though? In a good uh, way? Oh, she's a mess. <laughs> like big mess. Perfect pick for me. Yeah, so um, I'm thinking that this is a vibes pick. Uh, she mm-hmm. is going to deliver definitely on the personality. I can see her burning very brightly uh, for an episode or two. Um, and, you know, maybe she gets dragged along, but I'm not seeing so, a strategy game out of Tamara. Would you say the, the uh, strategic aspect of this draft uh, goes from, like, a scale of uh, Dan Giesling to Tamara, like Lavina's team to Lavina's team? Or are we everybody else is somewhere in the middle? Larsa, really? Um, I mean, it, it, no, I think there's one person that I have less faith in. Okay. Um, before Lavina makes her next pick, I do want to reset the board. But if any, uh, do we have more thoughts on Tamara? Icon. No? We'll see. Um, okay. So we have all one pick left each. And the remaining people on the board are uh, John Burko, former Speaker of the House of Commons, uh, Bergie from Love Island, Maxim from Dancing with the Stars, Marcus Jordan, and Deontay Wilder, a professional boxer. Um, Lavina, you said you had somebody else in mind, and you are about to take them. Yeah, I don't think he's particularly going to do well. I, I don't I, I I feel like he signed up for something and he doesn't know what he signed up for. But those there he could be a sleeper, right? I'm going to pick Maxim, but also because I actually know who this is because my parents love Dancing with the Stars and my mom mm. loves him. So what is that? Um, I'm going to assume that I'm the biggest Maxim expert here as a uh, every season of Dancing with the Stars viewer since the actually. No, I missed season one. Uh, jumped Whoa. in season two. Um, Maxim is definitely well liked by uh, fans that have been watching for a long time, including Lavina's parents. Um, Maxim <laughs> is also a major hothead. A major oh. hothead. Okay. This man is um, – so – he kind of phased out of being on the show uh, after, you know, he I did notice had that. His, yeah, he had been on uh, for a while. And honestly, I think that part of the reason he phased himself out or they phased him out is because he was such a hothead. And he was like, when the judges give you critiques, you know, you very often just take their critiques and go with it. But he would battle back with them sometimes. Um, he just didn't let his opinions, you know, <laughs> fall by the wayside. He would go back and forth a little bit and just, I don't know, it seemed like the vibes were starting to 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 be off a little bit as his time on the show went. He also has his younger brother, Val, who uh, joined the show alongside him and uh, has remained on the show to this day and is probably um, maybe even more so beloved than he is because <laughs> Val mm-hmm. has a better temper uh, and is just a more like lovable kind of person, uh, I would say, as his seasons have played out. Um, but Maxim still has plenty of uh, experience on TV. Again, uh, is that big personality where he's kind of like not afraid to say what's on his mind. So whether or not that'll help him in this house, I'm not sure. Probably not. I, I would I would be inclined to say, um, but knows his way around these streets and has been around for a while. So I don't know how big of a survivor, big brother, you know, challenge fan he is, but he's probably been to an event or two where some of these other people have been around. So he's probably met some of them um but just as an overall player jumping in i don't have the most confidence in max yeah 
Good to so know. That's my thought. So, um, and I, I don't know if he's going by Maxim in the house. He was, he was mostly Max on Dancing with the Stars. So either way, you know, full name, nickname. Um, and that's that's Max. Um, Lavina, you're feeling yeah. good? I feel great. <laughs> right, let me, let me... I, I love I love I love a hothead on reality TV. <laughs> let's let's close out the teams as we uh, pick our, pick our last picks here. So Lavina's team, which is now complete, was uh, Dan Geesling. Uh, second pick was Peppermint, followed by Larsa Pippen, followed by Tamra Judge, and then Maxim Schmerkowski, closing things out. Oh, it's so good. Wow. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I did that. You did. <laughs> um, all right. Puya is going to close out his team with his next pick. I'm so in disbelief that I'm about to pick this person, but let me oh. explain why. Okay. <laughs> so I also – I woke up this morning – and I started copy pasting the names of the people I didn't know onto YouTube, slapping the best moments at the end of it to kind of get a compilation of this to get familiar with them. And I sat through one too many minutes of this guy. But my takeaway was literally he's going to get his hand held and he's going to get carried to the end. And I truly think he could end up being on a faithful winning team. I'm picking Bergie from Love Island for my team. Uh, I, I, so I didn't watch his season. Um, and I think I've watched, that's like the one season I haven't watched from this past year, but literally it, I watched five minutes of him being guided to flirt, kiss, hold hands, compliment. Like it's like, it was like you had a fresh human that people were trying to mold. And I don't think that's going to change on the traders here. I think in the midst of all this, someone's going to scoop him up. They're going to be like, let me carry you. And he's going to say, oh, okay, yeah, you can carry me. And then he's going to get carried all the way to the final four. And they're still not going to banish him because why would you? I think if there is a faithful team that wins, if there's three people that win or two faithfuls that win, there's a big chance he's one of them. So for that reason, I'm okay with picking Bergie here at the very end. I absolutely would have taken him as well if you did not. Um, I think he is the pick that certainly makes the most sense left um, for every reason that you just mentioned. I can see him mm. uh, in the same way that I was kind of describing Peter, uh, Pilot Pete earlier. I was, you know, uh, he's going to get picked up by somebody uh, brought all the way to the end. And absolutely, I can see him in that final fire pit with, you know, whatever uh, ally he's still got by his side that is just telling him exactly what to do. Um, you know, uh, Bergie, you got to put the, uh, the the right color in the fire yeah. so we can vote up bananas and then the two of us like put the money. He could be the shake to bananas is you know to bananas for this season. I really mm -hmm. could see that. Yeah. So. If I am a trainer, I might consider murdering Bergy night one. <laughs> because <a> inoffensive <laughs> I, pick. Easy. I, I he was my literal last pick because I unfortunately know Bergy intimately well. Uh I'm yeah, don't tell on me. Uh, but but uh, Bergie, you know, he's fine. And I think that Bergie's whole thing of uh, learning how to become a person was uh, even grading at times for the other, you know, 21-year-olds that he was in the villa with. And now I'm looking at him in a house of 40- and 50-year-olds and him being basically incapable of conversation uh, is going to wear thin fast, I think. 
So I, I don't think that people are going to be connected very well to him socially. I think that no one would ever suspect him of being a traitor. So there's real no use to uh, uh, for him to the traitors. So I don't know why people would really feel strongly about aligning with him or keeping him around. Uh, you know, if there's a world in which he slides through, maybe. But I think the traitors would be uh, very misguided to let him stick around too long. Is he That's a really good call that he could. He is. Another he's 24. Um, youngest, I think, on the cast. By far. I mean, Ekansu yeah. is 29, and then, let's see, the next, it's like 32, and then, you know, we get into the 40s. Yeah. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be dragged along. He's going to be used as an asset in in, in some kind of faithful group, for sure. Oh, I don't I know. I can definitely Maybe... see him getting murdered, like Scally saying, of just like, uh, you know, nobody thinks nobody thinks there's ever a world where they pick him as a as a traitor so let's just get him out of here and take one of those numbers off the board even if i'm a faithful i want bergy out because i'm probably getting voted out before he is so like i have no interest in him being here like uh you know he is taking up one of those spots at the end that i want to be in so there are always going to be a certain number of traitors i don't care about getting out the traitors i care about getting bergy out because he's taking my spot uh so i think that basically everyone on the cast should want him out immediately yeah says something that a couple of us uh knew bergy and still you know amongst a, a group of other people that we didn't know uh still falls to this last round here but uh puya you're uh closing out your team with bergy and uh i assume feeling uh decent about it so my official team name is queen mother daddies and child oh god <laughs> thank you okay, which is bergy daddy no fergie is child <laughs> And you delicious. are in the same boat as as Bergie. <laughs> Child? Oh, no. Yes. Which <laughs> Thank you. You are baby. Please team here. Thank you. Uh, whatever he just said it was called. It consists of first pick, Parvati Shallow, uh, followed by, I believe, CT was the next pick, then mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Bananas, then uh, Kevin from Bling Empire, who is handsome and has a lot of money, and then Bergie <laughs> from Love Island. So that's the team. Okay, it's it's Queen Mother, Daddy's Sugar Daddy, and Child. Oh, oh. there we go. Family um, team. So funny enough, uh, Puya, your description could have gone almost either way uh, for <laughs> the person that you picked versus the person that I'm about to pick. Uh, because similarly, I was also looking at YouTube clips of this person and also thinking that they could be dragged far into the game uh and i don't know it was lining up i was like this really could be either way either the 24 year old or the 60 year old i'm not sure who he's talking about uh (laughs) but (laughs) the ultimate daddy is uh oh no granddaddy (laughs) granddaddy that is here uh is going to be the last member of my team it is John Burkow, Burko, Burkow, uh, the former Speaker of the House of Commons. Uh, this is how did they find him? How did they find him? The thing about this man that uh, was available on YouTube was a compilation of apparently he was a well-beloved figure in the role that he had uh, because he had a personality where a lot of other, I guess, politicians generally may not. Um, and he had this. Uh, humorous way about him that just, again, made him uh, somebody that people enjoyed hearing from, I guess. Um, So there's a a small YouTube compilation of like his funniest moments uh, as his, as this role. Um, I I know nothing about the other two men and this is why I'm picking this man. (laughs) His description 
sorry, his just, oh, I just need to read this. His description says, now retired, he brings with him a reputation for bullying that might not do so well in the Trader Mansion. Oh, no. <laughs> not bullying. Interesting. Not to be the Kirsten of traitors? <laughs> there was a clip where, like, some My guy was standing enough. up and he was like, you sit down. You don't get to stand while I'm standing. And I was like, whoo. Man. <laughs> There's the bullying. um so yeah uh i think generally would have looked at this cast and said this man would not uh have would have been saved for the audience there but that youtube compilation saved him and he ends up on my team which is now complete uh it is uh ekansu it is janelle it is peter pilot pete and uh mj and john burkow what a team I've never felt less great about a draft team but yeah i I think you're the team i like most if i wasn't liking my team well, there we go. Wow. Except for Pilot Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so that closes out my team, and Scally is about to close out his team with either Marcus Jordan or Deontay Wilder. I have no clue. I did not think I would be in this position. I really was nervous about picking between Bergie and John Burkow at the end, to be honest. <laughs> uh, that's the position I thought I would find myself in. And... <laughs> I, then when Bergie went, I really thought, okay, my decision is made for me, uh, only to find out that no, John Burkow did actually get picked. So, Do you want to um, talk it through with us, Scally? Because we can just you know, talk it through and help you out at this point if we, if we have any info. Okay. Yeah. Please give me any and all info. I mean, obviously, we know for Deontay, he is a boxer. So outside of the world of reality TV, has he done reality shows even? He's like... Um, his Instagram is like as he's like acting like this is like not even happening. Okay. Well that just doesn't shock <laughs> me. <laughs> There's just one post about it that he made on December fifteenth. That was it. Okay. I Does mean, Joe he... follow him? <laughs> Wait. No, but Pod Free Agents does. Yeah, I go. followed everybody earlier to just try to get their uh <laughs> I had to reactivate this account, which would Scally had told you I temporarily deactivated and then reactivated to follow them and I didn't want to do it on my account so um <laughs> we currently follow this entire cast there we go love it I yeah, mean he, a very successful boxing record yeah basically until Tyson Fury he was undefeated and then lost to him twice and then actually as of last week lost his third ever match and he has been in 47 matches yeah uh does look like he took he's been like is this a normal schedule for a boxer? I mean, you know, 47 fights, but it's like, okay, 2008, and then we go all the way through, and it's like 2020, then 2021, then 2022, like one fight a year? Is that what we're doing? I feel like they don't do more than one or two a year because they go through like a whole strenuous training camp. So, yeah, I think that's valid. Okay. I mean, I guess. I just, what do I know about boxing? I mean, um, the most I know is like YouTube boxing, which most people would say isn't boxing. So I'll keep my mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> but I just, I cannot imagine that this man has a single connection on the cast. Uh, doesn't seem like he's forming too many either. So I was already leaning towards, but I mean, at least Marcus comes in knowing someone. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, True. Uh, you know, I don't really know what his history with reality TV is either, but I, like I said, I could see, uh, a bananas, maybe a CT or someone else on the cast, uh, kissing the ring of one Michael Jordan, uh, and definitely for his son as well. So, uh, I guess I'm going with Marcus. Yeah, I, I so yeah. I've had a graphic that I've been updating as I went along with who picked who, and I'd already put 
Marcus on your team before yeah. you even made the decision. <laughs> I just think of the two, you're you have Marcus who has a built-in link into the cast, and I think obviously depending how that goes could go bad, but also could go really well. Where if like say Larsa gets sniped early, but made they made some connections, Marcus slides into that connection easy. Versus Deontay, who I feel like you know you also factor in this whole the challenges mean more i think is prime suspect number one to get booted for that reason and also what you said about bergy being someone you sniped night one i could easily see someone be like well deontay has no connections yeah and is a whole boxing champion let me just get rid of him yeah i mean you said every, everyone was talking about sandra is two wins should we look at deontay's 43 <laughs> <laughs> in a different realm though it's like if you had joey chestnut here it's like yeah he's won the hot dog contest yes. like 800 times like well how's that going to translate to this Lafine is like can i add another team member <laughs> Hello. Hey, amazing oh, race okay. contestant joey chestnut i forgot about that oh my god oh my god need to rewatch Bet if he was a backup so. dancer for NSYNC in 2001, you'd know. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I was a backup dancer for NSYNC in 2001. <laughs> Release the tapes. Um, so Scally's team is going to uh, be rounded out there with first overall pick uh, was Sandra, right? No, Trishelle. Trishel, sorry, uh, Trishel, then Sandra. Um, I didn't number these. I just color coded. So Trishel, then Sandra, then Phaedra, then Sheree, and then Marcus Jordan uh, is Scally's team. I don't know if it has a name uh, as good as Puyas, but um, that's the team. Um, it's team mommies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Wow. Mommies and Marcuses. Lazy. M&M, M&M, M's and M. <laughs> oh okay there we go <laughs> M's and M <laughs> and then the audience will then have a 43 time uh, Titan reality TV or not reality TV uh, champion in general uh, Deontay Wilder is a professional boxer that is uh, playing here for the audience so that's the teams they are set we're uh, done with this thing that's crazy this cast is uh, is wilder and wilder every time I look at it and yeah, any, uh, Scally, any final thoughts here? Uh, the draft, or I don't know. No, I'm really excited. I feel like, uh, even just talking through this cast has made me realize that it's even messier than I had thought <laughs> previously. So, uh, excited for the Traders US season two for sure. Very interested to see that now that they are on a weekly schedule outside of the first three episodes, how that's going to look. So, um, you know, everyone get excited. Yeah, uh, maybe we should go around one time. We were talking about uh, naming, you know, traders who we think uh, or maybe uh, maybe, you know, make your own decision of if you want to say who you think or uh, who you want to be a trader. Um, I'll let you guys think for a second because I've already been uh thinking about it. I will make my own picks of saying I think and I hope that Dan Giesling is one. Um, I hope that Ekansu is one and I think she would be great at it and she's on my team. So I would love that. And then, you know, as far as like a third pick goes, it's usually just kind of a out there, like maybe they throw a housewife in there considering there's uh, a couple of them. Um, so, but I don't know anything about them. So I'm just going to say one of the housewives uh, maybe makes their way onto the team as well. Um, Lavina, going to you next. Yeah, my pick is my, I think my lock right now is Dan. And then another almost lock, because I'm not sure whether to pick between Parvati or Sandra. 
but because I think it's one of them, but I'll say Sandra. And then I do also think that it is going to be a house, house guest, housewife. <laughs> um, in, I would say I would pick Phaedra. Okay. Phaedra is on Scally's team. So Scally, you're next. Ooh. Who are we picking? All right. I want messy traders. So mm-hmm. uh, if I could hand pick them, I'm going with like Tamara, Larsa and Trishel. <laughs> 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 I feel like uh, <laughs> that would be a mess. <laughs> Let's start the season out messy. We could get to strategy later. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> uh, pick three female traders, you cowards. Um, that's my ideal. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're going to go ahead and be like, well, we're switching up breakfast so people can't predict it, I would say don't follow the guideline of, well, we have to have one man, one. Just pick anybody. Like, three women, good. Three men, probably not as fun. So maybe make right. it three women, but Awful. three men, like, yeah, that's what I mean. I just don't want it to be metagame. That's my biggest thing of like, I don't want to sit there and be like, mm, well, it has to be this person. Cause like we haven't I had know. one from this show yet. Um, I think one of Dan or bananas one, not both Ooh. will be one in my predictions. I agree with Matt. I really hope I Sue is one of them. That would be yeah. so much fun if it's I Sue. And, um, I would say Sheree would be a good pick. But part of me at this point, I would die laughing if it's the House of Commons guy, if it's John Burkow. So <laughs> that'd be a good way to so start. Good. That'd yeah. be hilarious. <laughs> so I'd be okay with seeing that. I truly do think you don't put Sandra or Parv because if they're on good standing or bad standing, regardless, I think they're going to have some suspicion on each other. And I think it's even funnier if neither is. So I think that'll be better. Yeah, I agree with that. Imagine a world where none of these reality titans are the traders and they have to just watch one as MJ, <laughs> Bergy, and Deontay Wilder. And yeah. we're like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I great. still think that taking a season, like, look, it's hard when you're casting some of the biggest names ever from Survivor Big Brother to then say, like, let's take a season off. But I also don't want it to just be, okay, the sort of like reality TV strategy people showed up and they're Same. the traders every time. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's why I don't want it. Like, I feel like a lot of people's dream would be Dan, Parv, and like a Bananas. But I don't want that. I think that's overkill. Yeah. You need it to be a healthy mix of, okay, you got a strategic person, but then you've got a couple of people who might not be cut out for it. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's wrap this up and get out of here. It's already been uh, like two hours, but this was a lot of fun. So uh, a big thank you to both Puya and Lavina for being here with us today. Lavina, I'll start with you. Uh, what else do you have going on? Where can people find you online? And again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I have so many compilations to watch after this over my my breakfast. My I know it's a, it's late in the day, but late breakfast. Um, yeah, so you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LPABS with two S's. Probably be live tweeting. Um, well, there, I feel like like the spoiler culture is like use the hashtag. That, that's, that's kind of just like that, that's the way you tweet about it, right? I think. Yeah. Use the hashtag, but also with the format change they've done this season, I think outside of the first week, the premiere week, they're doing three episodes at 9 p.m. on Friday night, January 12th. After that, it's weekly, it's once a week, and it's Thursdays at 9. So as long as everyone treats it as live show at 9, you shouldn't be spoiled, most likely. But then, yeah, definitely use hashtags, please. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Yeah, I'll be there. All right. Thanks for having Um, me. 
Of course, of course. And uh, Puya, thank you for joining us. And again, you will be uh, covering the entirety of this show over with, I believe, Rob, right? Over on RHAP. That's right. Rob will be joining me in Traders Tower to be my co-host for Traders US Season 2. I'm very pumped. We currently have not laid out the exact plans of how we're going about it, but I believe we're going to go live after watching the premiere episode um, just episode one that Friday night and then doing the next two episodes the next day. But then following that every week at 10 p.m. or 10 15 after the episode, we'll be live to break it all down. Awesome. I'm realizing now I also forgot to mention Puya will also be doing short form content for it. Over yes. There. Video Ooh. stuff. We love a collab. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, and Puya on uh, Twitter, on Twitch, all that stuff. Where can Where can we find you? Twitter, it's at Puyaism, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I will be doing a lot more content in this upcoming year. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But you can find all that information on Twitter, obviously. And then uh, my only other podcast that will be going on simultaneously with all the traders coverage, because I will be doing Traders UK with Annabelle as my co-host. So that's going to be fun. That starts in like three days. January 3rd is when that premieres. I'm excited for that. And then 90 Day Fiance, uh, one episode a week because they uh, have finally ended the other one. So uh, that will also be going on. Very good. All right, Scally, what's going on in the world of you or us? Ooh, I'm on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bscally. I was able to guest on Mess Magnets this week, filling in for Sasha, guested on the Survivor Finale pod over on the Bitter Jurors, and uh, the Lonely Boys Patreon talking about the OC Season 1 finale, so people should check all those things out. Otherwise... If you're here for the first time and want to throw us a five-star review over on the feed, always very much appreciated. Uh, that's it. And like also little ways that uh, can be helped out is like, you know, tell your friends about this Ooh. podcast. Uh, if you know people that are watching the traders or the challenge and you're like, hey, I know this really cool podcast, um, you know, retweets, anything to spread the word and, uh, you know, keep the party going over here because we're having fun um, with some fun guests, I'm sure, along the way to come in and talk traders with us. So we're going to have a good time with this. Um, but, yeah, we're here covering the challenge regularly uh, as well as the season of the traders uh, regularly. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, if you're hearing this like immediately it's probably because you are already a patron uh, of this very podcast uh, we're going to drop this a little bit earlier for the patrons uh, and then everybody else will get it in a couple of days so uh, anybody that is already a patron we thank you so much for joining us for that ride and if you're not uh, hop over to uh, patreon.com slash the free agents podcast and uh, if you want to support the podcast and also you know get our weekly bonus episodes and access to some shows like this a little bit earlier than uh, than the, the rest of the crowd um, then that's where you go to do that kind of thing. So I'm on Twitter at Matt Ligori. Again, thank you, Puya and Lavina, for joining us here today. Uh, Scally and I will be back soon with the challenge and the traders and all that fun stuff. So until next time, take care, and we hope to see you in the future. Mm -hmm.